I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I want to rock right now. I'm Rob Ace and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I'm not stupid. I mean, outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious. Hello? Hey, um, I'm, I'm sick. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it in today. What you mean you, you ain't going to be able to make it in today? I'm sitting right here beside you. I took a nap and um, I woke up and my voice is fucked up. It's almost gone. So I don't know if we can make it through a whole show. Um, am I going to have to deduct this out of your PTO time? Um, you, you, you do whatever you want to do. I <laughs> I don't think I can make it through the whole show. I mean, if people want to listen to this for the whole show, they're more than welcome to, and we can try, but uh, I, don't, I don't think we can do that. Well, you know I'm going to have to mark this against your perfect record. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I understand. Okay. And just, as, th- but, but, thank, but thank you for, you know, thank you for letting me know, you know, 48 hours in advance, you know, mm-hmm. because you didn't tell me 40 hours in advance, I'm going to have to give you an occurrence. Okay. That's, okay. That's just, fine. I just wanted to make this, you know, clear. You know, <clears throat> now since we're official business, you know, we got HR and all that stuff. You know, I'm held accountable for well, your attendance. You said stay away from you if you if if you're contagious. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I rather you stay your black ass at home than to come in here and get everybody sick. Okay. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm just letting you know I'm not gonna make it in today. Well, I, I thank you for calling me. All right. Hey, it's the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Karen and Rod. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing things a little different today, y'all. I know y'all don't know what's happening, do you? Roderick don't feel good. He sounds a hot mess, so he decided not to do the show today. Uh, we want I got some reminders I want to do up front. Y'all y'all know this is normally Rod's thing, so y'all work with me. Uh, I want to remind everybody uh, to go to theblackoutwhotips.com. Leave your five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitchers. You can also leave reviews for the shows. You can also sign up for any premium shows there. We thank you, everybody, in advance for that. Also, uh, the five-star reviews will be, read on, will be read on the Saturday show when we do our feedback show. So send out any emails you have to theblackoutwhotips.com. Um, send us voicemails and emails. And we, re- we will read all those at the show. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sh- um, weapon, is, uh, unofficial sport, I'm sorry, is... Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. My point. Your point. Yes, my point. Uh, this show is sponsored, y'all, by Shadow Dog Productions. We've got an audio play on iTunes called Just Jenna Simmons Story. For only 10 bucks, it's a comedy, drama, and horror audio plays. So everyone go check it out, and we have the um, link onto the show. Y'all go support our sponsor, Shadow Dog Productions. And we're getting ready to get into the sexiest, sexier part of the show. Okay, let me find some some sexy music. I'm sorry I didn't have it together. No problem. Um, <clears throat> you know, this is what happens when folks come to work sick. They're not, they're not prepared. Mm-hmm. Oh, good loving. Oh, by lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all go check that out. That's actually a really good album, y'all. <clears throat> fellas, 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 and ladies, if you wanna spice up your relationship out there, and you like 
rubbing on your no-no pod. Shout out to Jess Woods. And you, like, want to have a good time by yourself with your partner or with a, just a stranger out in public. Go to Shadow, not Shadow, but just go to adamandeve.com and they have some things that you can enjoy yourself with. You get 50% off of any item. I have not seen anything that's not 50% off. In addition to your 50% off, you get three free DVDs. Really, really good. You will uh, not see anybody randomly walking in the background. Uh, the cameraman will not become a part of the show. Professionally done, folks. And for a little extra inspiration, you get a free gift. And we don't even know what it is. I ain't going to lie. And free shipping. <clears throat> so for those out there, out there that really, really enjoy the more adult part of life, go to adamandeve.com. And remember, guys, don't let your kids open up your mail if you order this. You're the adult in the house. Stand your ground because you don't want them seeing your rabbits and your dildos and all this other stuff. So we thank adamandeve.com for sponsoring us. Remember, guys, you get 50% off any item. Three free DVDs, an essential gift, and the best part about it, which everybody loves, free shipping. And we're not teasing you guys. Hey, and also I want to let everybody know that this will be at the beginning of a premium show. Um, I don't think Roger had decided which one, but uh, we're going to add this to the beginning. He said of a balls deep. And so for those of you listening live, we thank you for hanging around with us. And for those that are catching this later on, we thank you in advance. And also those of you that have never heard balls deep, this is prim- a premium show that Rod and Justin do. So if you love them, you can sign up for the premium show at premium shows at the black guy who tips dot com. There you go, guys. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what happened in the news today, so um, that uh, I've just been panicking over my voice. All right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's not up on pop culture or, or anything that that is happening. Yeah, he. I was talking at f- seven a.m. this morning. Yeah, you were fine this morning. I was talking. I took one nap. What the fuck happened? I have no idea, y'all. I done gave him <clears throat> hot tea. I done gave him... I'm drinking hot tea right now. Hey, guys, no more advice, please. It's not working. <laughs> Everybody said you got to help me. I don't know what the fuck I got. Super. I got bills help me. Yeah, because uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want none of your sickness because <clears throat> last time you got sick, you and every other black podcaster got sick. No, thank you. I shouldn't even be here right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you and your voice. And I, I apologize. I'm sorry to y'all that y'all had to hear me talk right now, but I didn't want to not show up. So I know, right? Yeah. Cause... Um, <clears throat> matter of fact, let's just go right into the games, and then I'll add. Let's just give them some games. Yeah, we, we yeah we're All just right, gonna guys. go straight into uh, the games, y'all. So for everybody that showed up, you're gonna get an extra special treat. We might add this, depending on you. Yeah, we'll leave this in the show. Okay. And you guys can let no matter of fact, this is the end of the podcast part. You should have watched it live, everybody. Okay, we're gonna play games with the audience, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, I will add the premium thing on to the end of this. Thank y'all, podcast listeners. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>
niggas and bitches. What's up, my nigga? Welcome to another episode of All Deep Sports, the premium sports podcast of the Black Outtips Podcast Network. Uh, we're in the house, and by we, I mean not just me, your host, Rod, but you're also my co-host with the co-most. It's Jay Trisna Daniel to you. What's up, dog? My nigga. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Niggas and bitches. <laughs> hey man, I am so hyped right now. Mm-hmm. Lady, lady, shouts out to lady. Happy birthday, happy belated birthday. To dedicate this show to you. Mm-hmm. Popping them bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Um, it's uh, balls deep time. So uh, you got to talk about sports. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things that fell through the cracks that I didn't see people talking about this week. So why not us? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we winning. Mm-hmm. Today, today's been a winning day for us, so it's gonna yeah. be a winning day for you, listeners. Undefeated, well. undefeated at the basketball court. We won so many games today that they're not gonna let us play again together. Yeah, I can't see it happening. Um, all right, let's get our song uh, out the way. The, the remix here. Oh wait, it would help if I didn't mute it, right? So let's try. Oh, and I have that seventeen. Okay, there we go. All right, here we go. Be dead. It's not just superficial. I'm in love. You know how when I go into the ball pit at Cheesy Charlie's and sink all the way down to the bottom and you can't find me? That deep. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. In love, I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. In love, I wanna have sex with a personality, make love with a positive trace, give a pound into a feelings, make a south mouth salivate. Hey Tyra, are you listening? Talking just a tipping. Thank you, Scotty Pippin. Hey, why they didn't make as much as you today? Balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep in love. Thank you, Scotty Pippin. Thank you, Scotty. No, thank you. Uh, all right. Plenty of stuff to talk about, but first, we need to get to these emails. Hey, man, did you know Lady is working on her fourth album? Man, do you see how she is sipping this bottle? Her fourth album, man. Fourth albums, dog. I told you, she, she got... She came out in two in 2010. Mm-hmm. Bitch from Round Away, one. Bitch from Round Away, two. Yep. About that life. Yep. And now her fourth album is called Lip Service. Oh, no, she did not. Coming soon. They not ready. She already got the cover for it. The, what? <laughs> Why are you putting it in the chat? Uh, you know, you know. I mean, I could, yeah, put it in the chat, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, one of the greatest artists of our, of our time, honestly, man. Um, but, like, she's straight out of food stamp, bitches. Uh, the novel. <laughs> the, the novel. Not the, not, no disrespect. Um, so we got a couple emails here, bro. Brandon writes up, Balls Deep Sports, NFL equal Thugville. 
What up, Balls Deep crew? I'm pretty new to the premium life, and I can definitely say it's been worth it so far. Another thing uh, I can say is y'all niggas is some fools. Well, this well, is true. Well, thank you. Those are two two true things, two mm-hmm. facts. Mm-hmm. Been listening to the old shows and hearing some of the predictions and various slander is hilarious. Keep it up. The real reason I wrote in is because earlier this week, I walked in the office and a co-worker, let's say, let's say his name is Bob, walked over to start a conversation about sports that started off with, man, I don't want to hear anything else about this Ray Lewis guy. Let me tell you. What? 2014? <laughs> uh, two things that I, I, I realized <laughs> yeah. when he said this. One, he clearly doesn't know that Ray Lewis will come in our office and pray him to death. <laughs> That's true. Can I talk to you for a second? I heard you had some thoughts about me. No, please, right? I'm not going to hurt you. Just come in this closet and close your eyes and pray. <laughs> We're just going to, Jesus, get him out of it. Get the hatred out of him. <laughs> right? You, you you hurt my forehead when you put your hand on it like that. Just put, get the, Jesus. Right? Right up, dude, that uh, when he'll lay hands on you and you just hit the ground because it hurt. <laughs> you got to fall. He's like, oh, I'm, I got the spirit. I got the spirit. Please, just stop. Just please. Devil, get out of him. It's out. It's out. It's, I'm out of him. It's me, the devil. I'm gone. I'm out. Peace. Yeah, uh, if you don't fall, you're a fool. Cause yep. at this point, you've been uh, challenging defiant. Yep. You're challenging God and you're challenging Ray Lewis Trump. And you're gonna have to uh, elbow tackle your ass to the ground. I don't think you're taking this prayer seriously. Yeah. Oh, did we got guys. We got a demon that don't want to let go. Hold, go. Somebody go get my jersey. We got to get this demon out now. <laughs> Somebody go get my jersey. Woo! Start doing that dance and shit. Woo! Give me some water. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Let me put on the uh my eye that uh under eye makeup. It's like oh, this is what I've been waiting on all day. Now, Ray, calm down. You you, you might need a Snickers. You I'm just about to look. tackle the devil out of here. You're hungry. When you're hungry, you know you're not yourself. You know the devil resides in the spine, so if you break that, you'd have nowhere to go. <laughs> like, uh, uh, speaking of, you watched Dominion. Uh, I watched the I watched part of last week. I'm not caught up yet. Okay, I didn't watch this week yet. Either. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost done with. Last he, week. When he broke his dad's spine, man, when he cracked that back, uh, I don't remember. I don't know. Oh. I might not be that far in. Um, so yeah, he says. Um, Pray him to death too. That he didn't know who he was talking about, but he did know that he was black and some racist comment was coming in. Three, two, one. <laughs> Boom, here it goes. So I respond, You mean Ray Rice? <laughs> yeah, he take Yeah, he, he meant Ray Rice. <laughs> Cause I don't like talking about Ray Lewis. He knew them niggas both played for that purple team. He's like, they both play for uh the Cleveland Ravens, it's right? The black guy on the team, yeah. you know. A, they play for the Cleveland Raiders Raiders? Is that right? No, huh? Um, yeah, so, uh, he says, uh, yeah, he should worry about staying out of jail and not how many games he gonna get suspended. And here comes some racism. He says, yeah, the NFL has turned into Thugville, uh, aka Niggerville, because since Richard Sherman did that interview, at any time any black person is involved in any high profile case, they're automatically considered a thug. And before he could continue, I was like, hold up, man. The NFL has been in bad shape for a while with this, with the arbitrary, uh, with the arbitrary, and then, and in this case, lack of punishment. Oh, the arbitrary and lack of punishment, uh, from Roger Goodell has only contributed to his decline in what suspected of NFL players. The conduct starts from the top and goes down. Jim Ursay wasn't called a thug when he got popped for that DUI with all that cash. He's a businessman. 
Riley Cooper wasn't thug when he was shouting all that racist shit last year, so miss me with this thugville bullshit. I mean, well, Riley Cooper was, there were a lot of niggers. Yeah. Out I think. There, and they yeah. were being, you know, threatening, and he was doing, you know, his civic duty as a citizen. Yeah, I, I actually think community a there's a perfect place. song that covers what happened to Riley Cooper. It's been a while since I played it on the song. We've all been here before, guys. If you've ever got caught up saying something that you really didn't mean, put one finger in the air and just wave it back and forth, guys. To the man waiting lonely At the Starbucks down on Main I hope you understand I put on, on that t-shirt The only the thing, thing I meant to say Is I'm a Skinner fan The red flag on my chest Is somehow it's like an elephant In the corner of the sound I just walked him right in the room Proud of a son with an old can of worms Looking, looking like I got a lot to learn But from my point of view Sing it! I'm just a white man Coming to you from the Southland Trying to understand what it's not like to me I'm proud of where I'm from but not everything we've done It ain't like you and me Can rewrite history Our generation Didn't start this nation We're just picking up the pieces Walking on eggshells Fighting over yesterday And caught between southern pride Southern Plain. See, this happens sometimes, man. Riley was just keeping it real. They called it reconstruction. Fix the buildings, dry some tears. We're still sifting through the rubble. After 150 years, not the 400 years of slavery. I try to put myself in your shoes. And that's a good place to begin. Like I can walk a mile in someone else's skin Cause I'm just a white man Coming to you from the Southland Just like you are more than one I'm proud of where I'm from But not everything we've done It ain't like you and me Paying for the mistakes that I want the folks made long before we came. Cobbled where between Southern pride and Southern blame. Now, can't have this song without a black man involved, okay, guys? 
Yeah, Mr. White Man, I wish, I wish you understood what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good. You should try to get to know me. I really wish you would, white man. Now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood. I was a little Charlie's March to the south of the firewood. I mean, my generation was there because, like, they were slaves and shit, but I mean, it's cool. I want you to get paid, but be a slave, I never could. Feel like a new fango Django dodging invisible white hoods. So when I see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. Because I'm judging you by your cowboy hat and the systemic racism my people have been subjected to. And you judge me by the fact that I have on a chain and I'm a black person. Mm-hmm. It's equal. You conversation clear the air. Conversation is not a word. See that but red I flag and I think, think you wish I was there. So white man, you don't <laughs> That's right, Justin. You don't judge my do-rag, <laughs> I won't judge your red flag. And if you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget the iron chains because that's equal. Who paid him to do this? Uh, like. And because it's not as rare. You don't know who paid uh, who did it? The, uh, the white <laughs> man coming to you on the Southland. I mean, did they have his mama kidnapped or something? What I, was going on? <laughs> it's, so, look, man. This white is not people, a regular negotiated deal at a table. Sometimes you get caught up in some accidental racism. That's what happened to Riley Cooper. That's how we got on this. Man, man. LL must have did something we don't know about. Anytime you write me and about Riley Cooper, penance. we got to go through this. This is his penance, man. Like you need to rewrite history. Can't rewrite history, baby. Oh, Dixieland. Thinking about what LL? <laughs> think about the fixing. Who should have won the the fucking civil war? Not corn. He could think about some dirty rice. You know, no southern rapper would have done this, right? <laughs> like fuck, fuck no other northern rapper would do it either except nah fuck guy. fuck new york hip-hop man because this nigga really said i know i'm a yankee but i've been thinking about this lately nigga if andre 3000 would have been on this <laughs> he would have did that shit like he rapped when he talked about them t-shirts where he dissed the people that made the t-shirt song and they had to lead a verse on there he would have been dissing these white folks man it's, i'm telling you man he did something well, he he like did a hit and run and kill somebody. Cause, something. cause LL got so much integrity that he would never do this. You don't think no. he would? You don't think he would sell us out for this check? Um, I don't think he would have. I don't think he's ever listened to a country song. I don't think he has any white friends. Uh, I think he, cause otherwise he'd stop wearing that hat. Uh, I don't know. I, I used to think that back in like the eighties. But now, he's done a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies. He made some white people friends. I don't see them wanting to hang out with him, though. He's not what you remember, dog. No. You I, haven't checked on him in a while. I like, don't see them wanting to hang out with him. Nah, man. He's a safe Negro now. He <laughs> that's what, what do you like notice? He, like what do you notice? Safe. 
What do you notice about the bottom half of uh, Cool J's face? He getting that bleach? Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not no. it. <laughs> I want. I to talk about the fact he don't have no mustache. No <laughs> facial hair at all, bro. <laughs> He's a grown ass man. <laughs> Come on, dog. Never had facial hair. He's safe, bro. No. Yeah. Son of the news. This ain't Mama said knock you out. See my radio. I like it loud. <laughs> and I just want to make things right. Let bygones be bygones. All that's left is southern. Just in case you had any possible respect for him left, you were giving him any bit of fair doubt. This next line should end all that. R.I.P. Robert E. Lee. But I gotta thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. Know what I mean? It's real. It's real. Rest in peace, Robert E. Lee, bro. A black, a black man said that. Then he said it was the truth. <laughs> it was real. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Where were we at? This was just email. So <laughs> yeah. this, it's, it's all your fault. Yeah. This is just, who wrote us about this? Brandon. Movie? Brandon, stop writing us about Riley Cooper and the racist people at your office. Um, Riley Cooper wasn't a thug. We saw that racist shit last year. So miss me with this thugville bullshit. The NFL acts like they care about women all October when they're making money exploiting breast cancer. But if you punch them, oh, well, that's only two games. No biggie. I had to, uh, what is it? Hold on. I had to end the conversation with Bob because he tried to double down and then proceeded to say that he should have just pushed her or what, or that we didn't see what happened in the elevator. So he may have had a good reason. Oh man, that's always a slippery slope. Hey man, sometimes you just got to punch her. Uh, what, wh- what do you think happened in the elevator? What if she had three swords and a, and a gun to his baby's neck? I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, I am saying that. It's just like if a little kid wearing tight shorts and a pedophile has to rape him. Has to rape him. <laughs> right. What if were a, you doing to get this rape on? It's your fault. Right. Man. Calm so, down. So if a woman is in the elevator poking her finger on the side of his face at yeah. the temple. Sometimes you have to you knock gotta, her yeah. unconscious. And obviously it was an even fight. He was being assaulted. That's why he had no marks on his body. And she was completely unconscious. Yep. So... She might have provoked him. She might have used some words like, you know, hey, mister. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, I'm going to give you some advice, too, while you're at work dealing with these racists. Mm -hmm. Um, Call them racists. Call them bigots. It's okay for you to say these things at work and tell them that you're not okay with that. And what they'll do is stop talking to you, and they'll stop bringing this ignorant shit to you. What I say is you you can't get in trouble for it. You just just start singing. If they take you to HR, what they going to say? Uh, well, he said I was being a racist. And then you be like, well, he was being a racist. Uh, why am I HR when it's yeah, racist? Uh, Brandon, as a paying member of the premium podcast, don't, don't do that shit. I don't even know why he told you that. Listen, you just take it, suck it up. What would our, what would our ancestors have done? Think Martin Luther King would have took somebody to HR? No. He would have took it, he would have took it, kept getting that check, and sending $15 to us. That's what we need you to do. Alright, you taking, you on the front lines of the battlefield, Taking a hit for the rest of us. And yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Don't do it, Brandon. Don't do not take it. Stand what, up. What for are you yourself. doing? You talking against my money. Invite you on the show now. You're gonna be broke. <laughs> now co host. I don't care if it's one listener. I'm gonna be here on Fridays. 
But if you say, <laughs> you, listen, you just walk up to him and you say, R.I.P. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> but I gotta thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. But you, you know, t- it's real. It's true. But don't don't start rapping. Don't don't do any of those things, Brandon. Just <laughs> just say I feel like a newfangled jangle. <laughs> that nigga sold out so hard. No one asked him to sell out that hard. Like just you know, just being a white a black dude at a country music concert is cool enough. For the white man, you don't have to go in there and outdo us. This nigga running laps around all the other black sellouts. It's like, oh, goodbye, Colin Powell. Oh, who was that? Hell, Cool J, man. He just said it was okay to be a slave. Man, if he start running for politics next. Oh, he'll win. He'll probably run Republican, dog. First of all, I just want to thank y'all for letting me be here. And I agree, Obama is a nigga. Anyway, vote for me. Man, what, what is the Simmons brothers thinking? When they look back and yeah. realize they gave him his R- first story. Russell like, damn. Um, so yeah, he says, uh, uh, yeah, you punch him in a, oh, we don't know what happened on the elevator. Yeah, that's, that was, that makes sense. So he may have had good reason, but we did see the result of what happened on the elevator. A lifeless body being dragged across the floor. Like he was some kind, like he was doing a damn fireman drill. I, I, I certainly lost in any inkling of respect I might have had for Bob and another co-worker who was co-signing Bob, given acceptable reasons to put hands on women and how the NFL needs to be harder on all the thugs, these thugs. Yeah, they got to make their mind up. These niggas hate black people and women so much, which is why I don't understand how black dudes can jump in on the hating women part. Like, they hate your black ass, too. Um, but, uh yeah, like, they hate both groups so much. You've never seen such, like, jumping back and forth was like well sometimes you gotta put your hands on a woman but also they need to come down hard on these black men i mean they're thugs and animals why don't they just say if she's black like you gotta put your hands on a woman if she's she's black black. that's what they really mean just just put that in i mean not a white woman i mean (laughs) nigga if this is russell wilson dragging that lifeless body out of that fucking elevator (laughs) the panda fucking monium it's why when Tiger was getting his ass whooped, he still had to leave. And he and people were still on her side. Now, why did a person tell me on Twitter? They justified everything I was saying, right? I was like, so just so we know, the elephant in the room is this is a black woman. And that's why everybody's okay with two games. And Stephen A. Smith is okay going on the air saying some dumb shit and it's only black men that have, that are that are co-signing all this. Um, and so this dude was like, because I was like, because, you know, Tiger Woods' wife hit him with the golf club, and she's still the victim, quote-unquote, in all of that. Yep. People still treat her like, wow, that's so wrong how, how he did you. You used to be babysitter motherfucker who took half his shit. It's so wrong how he did you, you know. just You should get half his shit and the kids because, you know, it's messed up. Like other golfers, golfers is like a big fraternity. They never say anything bad about each other. They were like, you know, Tiger Woods just a bad person. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> he needs to take some time off and get away from our sport, you know. So that happened, and um, my man, I was like, you know, dude came to my mentor. He was like, "What does that have to do with race?" And I was like, "If she was white, we wouldn't even be talking about this shit with Ray Rice. We'd be like, damn, our whole season." Like, we wouldn't, like, remember Ray Rice? We'll be like that. Like, remember that nigga that used to play for the Ravens? <laughs> yup, his dumb ass. Yeah, what'd he do? Man, he punched a white woman. Oh, that was, nigga must be crazy. 
Lost his goddamn what, mind. Yeah, what was he thinking? So, so uh, you put your hands on a woman, so, a white woman. So when I brought up Elon Norgren, dude actually said with no hint of irony, "Well, what was she supposed to do?" I said, "Not hit her with a golf club." <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to just pack you're, that shit up and leave. You're adults. I don't know if y'all understand my side of this. I think it's a pretty fairly simple side. I think most people will probably agree with me. Um, nobody hit anybody. Period. <laughs> nobody hit anybody. So if you hit somebody with a golf club, that falls under my rule number one. Nobody hit anybody. So yeah, dude was like, what was she supposed to do? She, he cheated on her. I was like, so, cause he's a white woman, she can just hit motherfuckers cause they cheated. Handing out concussions left he, and right. Here's what you're supposed to do. Uh, foul for divorce like everybody fucking else does. You're not special. Oh, I, he's lucky to be, even be with that white woman. Tiger Woods ain't been right ever since he got that concussion. Right. Y'all think it's his back while he's sitting out these games. No, he's getting dizzy. Post-concussion syndrome. <laughs> Midway through the course. Probably can't even drive them Cadillacs no more. <laughs> Needless to say, I started my day off fucked with and just wanted to share the story with you guys. Keep going balls deep. Uh, Kobe is the greatest. Hey, Mamba. Brandon S. Thanks, Brandon. Sorry about your dad work, bro. Uh, Adrian writes in. Brandon, you could also put hands on somebody at work too. Yeah, much. yeah, okay. Come on, Brandon. Don't listen. Tell me you felt through. Brandon, you just need to stay employed. Think about what all the sacrifices that our great black leaders have done in the name of progress. Think about Martin Luther King Jr. Think about Gandhi. He's a man of color. And think about LL Cool J. What would LL do? What would LL do? He would forgive that man and then justify by saying, if you don't judge my gold chains, I won't judge your iron chains. And everything would be forgiven. <laughs> Does you look him dead in his eye next time he's talking, Brandon, and you, you say, hey, just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean that I don't still have feelings. Okay, sir? And he'll understand. <laughs> hey Rod and Justin, this is by Adrian. Great shows recently. Can't wait to hear what you have to say about Stephen A. Smith's situation this week. Uh, well, we talked about it on the regular show. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it some more on the show. On the next episode of Ball Z Sports, can you take a few minutes to discuss the fancy league and how to join? I've been playing for the last two years. It sounds like your league is fun as hell. Um, yeah, uh, it's not a Ball Z Sports league. It's just fancy football. Um, I basically write a blog post whenever I feel like it, and normally at the last minute, because I normally don't feel like managing another league. I already manage uh, another league with my friends, and I'm in two other ones, so it's kind of like a lot of work. And uh, once it started getting to work, fantasy football isn't as fun. And I know what you're thinking, but Rod, you finished first in three of the four leagues. I know being a champion is heavy as the head that wears the crown, right? We all know this. Um but you know, it was. I feel bad taking my fans' money. I mean, I know y'all want to give me the money. I mean, I feel you, and I appreciate you. But you know, it's like taking candy from a baby when <laughs> people are just signing up, like, please, please take my money, take my money, whoop my ass, please. And I, you know, I'm like Ray Rice in the elevator. I'll do it, <laughs> but I feel bad about it not too long after that. So I try to, to not just, uh, do that, but it's always open to everybody. I send out an email and, um, people send in the money. And I think the entry fee was 30 last year. I'm not sure. Maybe it might have even been 50. Like 
I just know I I keep raising it because I'm trying to find a number where we don't have fucking 30 extra people every year. Like, man, I would have joined, you know, because I, I feel bad because I'm like, well, you know, I'll I need a number where people will be like, I would not have joined for that much. You know what I mean? Like, like where I can go, cool, just these people are hardcore and want to be in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, we open it up to everybody. If I was you. I go to the blackouttest.com, subscribe. Mm. So you get the email there. The email comes directly to your inbox and you can, um, uh, like go and sign up and follow the instructions there. It's fairly simple. Uh, typically you go through PayPal and just like send me the money, like through my, through email or whatever. And, uh, once you get that, I send you an email accepting you into the league and, uh, we typically use ESPN standard scoring, although I'm probably going to change that shit. Cause it leads to too many fucking ties, man. Good God. I had to change it. I think I did change it last year to like use decimal points. Cause it was like people were ending the game 40.5 to 40.5. And we get to the end of the fucking playoffs and everybody's like fucking six, uh, four and two, you know, and that, that's not cool. Um, like a tie should be very rare. You shouldn't, no one should get two and three ties in a season. That, that's stupid. But, uh, anyway, man, we'll, uh, go to the blackouttest.com. There's on the right hand column, there's a place to put your email address. You can get, you can subscribe. Every time we update it, you can, you can make it so that you'll get a, uh, email. That's the best way. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Check our Facebook page. I'll put it there if I decide to do it. So, um, I think that's how we'll do it. If 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 it if push comes to shove, maybe we'll make it a big thing and we'll do like a whole, you know, contest or some shit on the show. I don't know. But uh yeah, it's, it's not very well thought out. We just kinda do it at the last last minute. So um all right. That's it for the emails. And we had no comments on the regular like website. So let's uh just talk about regular stuff, man. We got a lot of news. Um, I guess I'll start at the bottom. Let me, uh, yeah, all right, let me start at the bottom here. <clears throat> so, a uh, guy sued Ryan Braun, uh, for some reason, um, and he posted videos of his depositions from his now dismissed defamation suit against Ryan Braun. Uh, fortunately for Mr. Ralph Sassoon, Sasson, Sassoon, okay, Sasson. All filings and discovery, uh, which include deposition transcripts and videos in the case, have been sealed via court order because the order, ordering judge was pissed at Sasan's combative behavior during the case. According to Milwaukee, uh, Circuit Judge Paul Van Grusvin, uh, most of Sasan's discovery requests were designed to harass and embarrass Brian and his agents. After giving Sasan considerable leeway as a pro se litigant, litigant, he sealed all discovery and eventually dismissed the case with prejudice, which is kind of, which is the bad kind of dismissal in June. Sasan filed a motion to vacate the judgment and lift the seal order and then just released the videos himself. After hearing Wednesday afternoon, Sasan was arrested for contempt and later released. So he, he, he wanted the videos out. Um, even though they said that, um, he wasn't supposed to. So let's listen to the videos. Apparently they're pretty good. Wow, this is an hour and thirty minutes long. Oh, might listen to a couple of uh, a couple of them. But yeah, it said this is the highlights of it. What the fuck was he saying? 
depositions I thought were supposed to be private, too. Um, I think they can be. Let's see audio-visual test. Or February 6, 2014. This is a videographer's microphone. I'm all set. Uh, mic one, mic one. Let's get to him. Uh, as a continuation of the last deposition. <clears throat> Are we ready to go? Mm-hmm. All right. And what? I'm only looking to... Why is this camera so shaky? That, and why is there... Yeah, I got a tripod? What's that tarp hanging up in the background of that... Yeah. Office. What is this shit? Yes, okay. sir. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Sasan, uh, <laughs> did there come a time, I think, in November of 2011 when um, you had uh, a telephone call from someone related to this case? Yeah, on November 3rd <clears throat> at about 8.30 local time. A.M. or P.M.? P.M. Okay. Uh, I was at a Chinese restaurant. Well, you know, I think that would suggest PM. Uh, Chinese restaurant with uh, with Anna Kelly, China. and uh, I received a call from Bolello. What did you say, Justin? China town. China town. And uh, he goes, "Are you alone? Are you alone?" And I said, uh, "No, I'm having Chinese with my girl." Um, and he said, "Okay, well, when you have time to, when you get, you know, by yourself, I need you to call me back." So. I'm driving home and I'm thinking like, what the what the hell is this guy, you know, calling me about? Nez never calls me, you know. And but the Bolello you're talking about is Nez Bolello. Nez, yeah. The, the defendant in this case. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, no one calls him Onezimo. I, you know, call him Nez. His, by the way, his whole case is that Bron, Bron's uh, agent or whatever Bolello contacted um, him, Sasson. Shortly after Braun tested positive for steroids in 2011, Tulsa saw he would pay $5,000 for his help researching legal loopholes that might help Braun win his appeal. According to the suit, Braun and Bolello tried to get out of paying the 5000 because Sasan didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Sasan eventually did get paid, but then he decided to sue anyway because Braun allegedly went on to make all kinds of defamatory statements against him. There's also this package passage. Braun made it clear in no uncertain terms that he wanted Sasan to engage in a prank calling ESPN investigative reporter Mark uh, Feniaru, okay, Wada, Fenaru Wada, uh, for disinformation purposes. Braun wanted to advance the proposition that the original information Quinn and Fenaru Wada obtained regarding Braun was part of an elaborate conspiracy to assassinate the character of multiple baseball players and agents including but not limited to Ryan Braun. You know what, man? He might be right. No, do we know that and he's And I can't trust Ryan Braun. Yeah. I like, mean, remember, he got Aaron Rodgers caught up in his lies. That's what I'm saying. This dude might be right. Yep. Like, I don't know that I just, I, you know what? I'm not going to play this video. I think I kind of believe him. Yeah, so. get, your, get your money. Yeah. Can, can you be mad at us? Um, and Ryan Braun should have learned from the first time he didn't want to pay that dude. That was handing him out the uh, steroids. Just pay the man and let him go away. So Ray Rice got suspended for two games for knocking his f- then girlfriend mm-hmm. the fuck out. Um, here's what's crazy. People was really talking bad about Big Sean's ex girlfriend for getting married three months after she broke up with Big Sean to some new dude. You do realize Ray Rice got married a month after he knocked out the woman that was his <laughs> girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. That nobody thinks the time of that is odd. 
Uh, right a month. Strategic, maybe? Just strategic? Good grief. Well, but, I am. But, yeah. I, you know, I, he was innocent to proven guilty. He, Even though he pled not guilty, he still got the charges of a guilty man. Mm-hmm. Um, keep your hands off your woman, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless she deserve it, or she's wearing some real tight pants and looks like a little boy, you know, put hands on it. Um, yeah. Well, so I just thought that was it. So he got two games. Everybody seen the video of him dragging this girl out the the elevator after that fair fight where she provoked him. I, the thing is, I think if you all want more, like if you all feel like things aren't fair in the NFL, stop watching. That's my answer to everything. I don't participate in things that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, for knocking out his wife and then dragging her unconscious body out of the elevator, we figured it would be constructive to look back at the length and severity of other notable NFL punishments. Stanley Wilson got banned for life for cocaine abuse. Well, the cocaine must not have provoked Wilson had previously been suspended for the entirety of 1985 and 1987 seasons before tested positive for cocaine. Indefinite suspension, Michael Vick got suspended indefinitely. Then he served 19 months in prison and was later reinstated by Roger Goodell in July 2009. He was basically effectively suspended for just two games. Um, How did they come up with that number? That story doesn't even make sense anyway. Um, Because... Michael Vick not out here punching people in the face. Yeah, but no, nah, they're just talking yeah. about other suspensions that happened and, like, to measure them. But they say he was effectively suspended for two games. I don't – and are they just saying, oh, because he was in prison, he didn't have an option to play those games no matter what. Okay, uh-huh. I get it. All right. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Technical. Yeah, I was like, what? He, this nigga missed two years. It's like, oh, okay, I get it. Full season, Adam Jones, Titan toward a cornerback, Pac-Man. Got suspended a season for various violations of the league's personal conduct policy. Yeah, he was uh, Roger Goodell's test case, basically. It's not helping their case, though. I know. he's not. They're not making a case for why it was right. They're making a case for why, just how you can compare other suspensions to how Ray Rice, how little Ray Rice got. I guess I'm saying, this to me, this makes it seem more appropriate that he only got that little. Because oh, Pac- okay. Pac-Man Jones was a multiple offender. You know what I'm saying? He offended so many times. Um, Michael Vick actually did do something that landed him in prison for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Um, so to then compare a guy that's... Well, we're starting with the longest, by the way. But go ahead. Yeah, but but to put those guys in the, in the, even in the same story as somebody who's not even on probation, I mean, he just has to do... Well, the story... It, this story is just, here's all the suspensions. It's not saying, well... The, let's only discuss these other ones that are worse than Ray Rice or the ones that are better than Ray Rice. It's here's all of them. You decide where he goes. Now, I, so far, I have not got to the point where I'm like, well, this is where Ray Rice goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, Michael Vick, federal dog fighting, uh, killing out like uh, still think dogs are uh, more important than women personally. But uh you know, I understand there was money involved, gambling, federal, cross the state lines. Like they, I understand what happened, and I and I'm not one of those people that defends Mike Vick going to prison. Like, no, nigga, you did the crime. It was a crime. I don't know how anyone doesn't know that's wrong. And he probably could have struck a deal, but he went in that line. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was lying, and his boys turned on him. Like it was, 
just open and shut case. Uh, the cocaine abuse of Stanley Wilson seems a bit heavy handed, but I guess if you can't stay off the drugs, what are you, what are they supposed to do? And that was back in the image conscious years where they were trying to clean up the league, whatever that means. But yeah, Pac-Man Jones basically, um, was the test case. And really, if you think about it, Pac-Man Jones is the one that made Roger Goodell such a, a hero for older white males. Like, oh, he's taking these kids to task for being unruly. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, 2009, Dante Starworth got suspended an entire season after pleading guilty of DUI manslaughter charge. That's what happened to him. Okay. Yep, killed a man, driving drunk. Uh, the man apparently was jaywalking and shit, but still, he uh, went to, he went to prison for only 30 days. Um, and he ended up paying the family a lot of money and stuff. May 2nd, 2012, Saints linebacker Jonathan Vilman got suspended for a full season for the Saints Bounty Gate program. Um, there's also been some drug suspensions. Okay. <laughs> Most recently, Coach Rod receiver LeVon Brazil and Chiefs offensive lineman Ronkevious Watkins. With that name, you can only do drugs and go play in the NFL. I mean, it's not his fault. <laughs> Uh, or be a Game of Thrones. Uh, were suspended four games each for test deposits for drug of, of abuse. Now, what about that, Justin? I'm okay with that. I mean, but compared to Ray Rice, you feel like what they did was worse? Four games each for some weed? Um, compared to two games for knocking your wife how is this even a thing, dog? Like, see, they say if that, I'm not carrying out, it's, let's, let's put it this way: if you walked in my house, right, I left the door unlocked. I said, "Justin, just come on in." Uh, you walked in my house and you saw me smoking a blunt. You would be way less alarmed if you saw Karen lay me dragging Karen's, <laughs> fucking, just dragging her out of the room. Like, oh, what's up, dog? Just have a seat over there. You'd be like, what the fuck happened? Well, like, how did this, like, what went wrong? Like, um, we'll come back next week. Yeah, like, <laughs> my business. is this a crime scene? Uh, what the fuck? Like, but I, you would be way more alarmed at that than somebody, like, getting caught smoking drugs, I, I think. I get it, but this, the thing is, is that I, I think with the drug policy, he has concrete rules, like punishments, and all other um things that are criminal, he doesn't. So, yeah, well, that's his fault. But I mean, that doesn't, I don't think that excuses him. Cause, cause this is his fault from, from the time he started dealing with Pac-Man Jones. This has always been the, the issue I had with Roger Goodell. Eventually, being the principal for all these black dudes ends up making people question your judgment. Cause it's like, well, why did you think this is worse than that? So he's in the position that he put himself in by being the face of discipline for the NFL. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I agree with that. It's just, I think that he's looking at it from two different perspectives. and Yeah, I don't think you get to. That's a system that he definitely, will he change it, though? I doubt it. I mean, I, what can he do to change it? He can, it's all about how he feels right now. And the Players Union didn't fight for, like, you know, a triumvirate or, like, some type of trilateral panel where they could get uh, players involved in some of this shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it, to me, it just, it looks, it makes him look terrible. How does the NBA handle it? Cause, I mean, I'm, they have these same issues. It's, I don't know. Never, I can't, 
think of a wife beating NFL case, NBA case off the top of my head. Although I feel like it, it had to have happened at some point. Yeah, Maybe. like it's, didn't Jason Kidd get in trouble for this once? Yeah, he did. And he got suspended ten games, right? I'm pretty sure he got suspended uh, ten games. Let me see, Jason Kidd, domestic violence suspension. He got held um, coaching, and didn't he um, own part of the Nets at one time or something? Yeah. Uh, isn't it amazing though how you can beat your wife and if you're an athlete we just go how many games are you gonna get suspended for ladies you gotta stop provoking these because we because we know they're not going to jail like people are already on that uh let's see there's an article where jeff van gunny said that um he should have got more time for doing it they probably suspended him for saying that <laughs> right. Uh actually Jeff, you need to go. We need to talk to you for a second. Um let's see, it doesn't say how much time he was. Uh he got for it though. Uh two game suspension. Kid one of the greatest was arrested for drunk drive oh drunk driving. Okay. What is the domestic violence? No, nah, he did beat his wife. Yeah. I feel like there's another one where he him and his wife like something happened. Uh let me let me go back because that one yeah it says it's too soft on DWIs and domestic abuse let's see uh yeah I don't, I don't know let me see if I can find domestic uh 2001 was affected by kids personal problems he's charged for domestic abuse by his wife the sons who struggled okay blah 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 but what about he didn't get suspended for this shit? What is it? It just says he was charged. Maybe he didn't get suspended. I don't know. Felt like he did, but maybe he didn't. Um, uh, let's see. Kid married his wife. Guilty of domestic abuse. He attended anger management class for six months. Completed mandatory counseling. Continued to attend on his own. He and his wife were both active in that church. And were thought to have completely reconciled. 2007, he filed for divorce, citing extreme cruelty during their relationship. So I'm, <laughs> assuming, I'm assuming he must have, uh, uh, she, he must have tried to, she must not let it go. Uh, I've, I have a friend who was, um, her child's father used to attack her. Mm-hmm. And I think it maybe, I think she said it was maybe the third or fourth time. Uh, after that, she actually started jumping on him. Like she was oh, just really? thinking she would she could just be sitting there watching the T V program, listen to a gospel song or something, and she would just jump up and jump on him. Um and she would whoop his ass. Ironically. <laughs> I seen the scars and I and there would be flashbacks, you know. So she might have started jumping on kid after, you know, she was like, you know, enough enough. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable speculating about that shit. Um Bob Bob Ryan got suspended one month for spec smack talk, so he was the one that said that uh, Jason Kidd's wife needed a smack. And <laughs> he got suspended longer than Jason Kidd. <laughs> so that's good a, old Bob Ryan. Yep. I remember that day, too. I was watching Sports Reporter. My eyes got so big. I was like, <gasps> you can't say that. Um, yeah, it looks like, um, I don't know. Everybody keeps saying he only got suspended two games, but pretty sure that two games was for the DUI and that happened after the domestic violence shit so I don't even know maybe he didn't get suspended someone write us if you know but 
maybe he didn't get suspended for domestic violence man shit oh she made a uh, 911 call you can pretty much do anything to women wow that's amazing bro um can we listen to the call what you got a link to it yeah i'm about to um put it in the chat right now um i don't know feel comfortable listening to this shit. it's probably gonna be terrible it's gonna be worse than that uh when what's his name was lying to all the people's yeah uh, i'm his downstairs neighbor and uh that nigga definitely was hitting on her oh man he the panther what is his name too greg trying, hardy yeah greg hardy yeah. trying to appeal there too adam's boy yeah uh where'd you put the link oh there it is um all right let me see show's been all over the place today um i guess it always is though right uh let's see listen for yourself the link not working they took it down no it maybe give it a minute to load it was oh okay it wouldn't let it run quick time so allow let's see if i can do it now all right here we go he was trying to apologize after she called no i think they had to call said? back because she was like hello you just called 911 oh okay you know what i mean like yeah. she called hung up or he hung up the phone mm-hmm. but you know they call back like you can't prank call yeah, yeah. 911 they will, they'll come to your house too <laughs> started you sure you're okay to be there you know i'm i'm very i'm i'm fine i don't need an ambulance i just want him out of this house okay What's your, what's your husband's name, Jason Kidd? And what if she would have been like, oh, damn. <laughs> and is he a white male or black male? He's mixed. Why does that matter? I don't, I, yeah, why does that matter? <laughs> For the description? And there's only two? You only get those two options? Yeah. We know <laughs> only white men and black men beat their women or and allow them to call. Yep. We know that the uh, other Browns don't do that. <laughs> y'all got y'all women on, on lock. Where's Jason at right now? He's right standing in the kitchen. All right. Do you seem cool about it? Or? Yeah, no, he's too cool. He's an actor. He's going to tell them how I dated him and everything else. So. Um, well, do you think she did hit him or you think she <laughs> yes because at this point like that's the third or fourth time she brought up that she hit him <laughs> and i'm like if he not saying it what make you think that he gonna say that like you know maybe they were fighting but the point being um like we all know at this point it don't really matter <laughs> yep. 
You leave the fucking house. If she hits you with something, you got to get the fuck out, man. Because this is what I told people. That's what Tiger did? Right. This is what I told people with the Ray Rice shit. Police come, your ass going to jail. Not her. Even with the Tiger Woods shit, she did not go to jail. Yep, but I'm saying he left. No, I'm saying he crashed into his <laughs> own shit. Police came, said, what happened? Yep. He said, uh, I, I just, I don't know, I just crashed into this shit. And like, you look like you're dizzy, like you got hit upside the head with something. He's like, nope, I'm fine. Concussion. You're okay. Okay, well then, uh, there's nothing we can do. Nigga, if that would have been the other way around, it wouldn't matter if Elon was like, I did it to myself. They were like, yeah, he's going to jail. <laughs> we yeah. just want to make sure you're safe. Yeah, we for just. For two days. Yeah, we're just going to, precaution that we want to take him down and question him for two to four days. It's mandatory. I think it's, at least in, in Charlotte, it's like mandatory. You're going yeah. down for two days. So yeah, uh, yeah, but anyway, man, I, I don't know if I'm finished this, this not one call, but. Yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be like Greg Hardy's call. Yeah, it wasn't nothing funny about this. He called down. He he, he, he was shouting. This wasn't nothing. The thing that made that one funny was everybody in the building called. (laughs) Didn't didn't after a while you start getting a real story. You're like this nigga did it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I I can't believe he hasn't um. Yeah, he he only got suspended for two games, bro. Yeah, they have NBA fines and suspensions. I think, let me see if I can find Jason Kidd. Yeah, NBA fine Jason Kidd $50,000 for attention filling a drink. Well, we know that one. <laughs> Suspending him first two games for a guilty plea for a DUI. Got five criticizing refs. Criticizing refs. Criticizing refs. Damn, this nigga got a lot of money for criticizing. Threw an elbow to Jamal Tinsley. Seeing gesture. Comments. Yo, I don't think he, yo, I stand correct. I don't think this nigga ever did any time for hitting his wife. That's crazy. And you know what it is? There was no video. (laughs) That's what it is, dog. If there would have been video of him, they would have did something. Plus, you know, it makes sense to me. But um, so, if the NBA has this, why, why, what's wrong with the NFL? Why they can't get like this? Because this shit got caught on video, bro. Like the NFL apparently can't get away with this. Because uh, we saw it. I think if you wouldn't, if we would have never saw it, it's just an incident that you hear about, but you didn't see. And there's speculation. Maybe the police are called. But you know. Everyone kind of goes, eh, who knows what happened. Well, Craig Hardy definitely learned. He was like, this bitch cannot leave the house. Well, he still ended up getting caught, man, getting and pleading guilty. So. Yeah, because everybody in the building called. So he didn't learn shit, he really. He was that loud. Everybody in the building. Like, imagine how loud you had to be in a in a building where that's, that's in a neighborhood where, you know, the walls are pretty much insulated, where you can't hear what you're up upstairs and downstairs neighbors are doing yeah and everyone in the building called nigga they had to be having world war ii up in that house breaking shit throwing shit up against the wall you know part of this is also that this is what goodell built you know what i mean like this this idea of you did something morally reprehensible so you need to be suspended for in nba games is actually new like, until Roger Goodell, it was like, the criminal system is a criminal system. The NFL is the NFL. So that's probably another reason that Jason Kidd never had anything happen to him 
the first time. You know what I mean? Now it's like, oh, DWI, how many games is that? Oh, you hit your wife, how many games is that? Oh, you got caught smoking weed, how many games is that? Everything is how many games that is that now. When it used to just be like, well, uh, if you don't go to prison, the fuck that got to do with your job? Well, you know, I guess knocking her out can serve two purposes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one, you will prove your point. Um, but two, you're going to fuck up your career. Well, you go upside a man. Or a woman <laughs> head like that. Uh, in November um, of last year, Jaguars receiver Justin Blackman was suspended the final eight games of the season after violating the league's substance abuse policy for a second time. Um, Bengals wide receiver Chris Henry was suspended eight games for the pers- league's personal conduct policy. I used to like him. He had been suspended two games for testing positive for marijuana. And arrested on weapon charges, driving under the influence, serving alcohol to minors, leading up to his eight-game suspension. He died here in Charlotte, too, didn't he? Yep. His girlfriend was here. Or maybe even his wife at the time. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm played ball with him over at Dow. Uh, saw his girlfriend, whole family. His girlfriend, whole family was up there. There's like eight of them niggas watching him play ball. Uh, Bears defensive tackle Tank Johnson got eight games for unregistered firearms. Violating his probation from a previous gun charge. Anthony Hargrove suspended from participating in the Saints Bounty Program for uh, uh but eventually it was overturned and he but he didn't get to play a, a game that season. Man, these players is not in the limelight anymore. Mm-hmm. But they had them charges gun charges like that. They probably somewhere still on probation. Yep. Just doing stupid shit. Still, his quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, suspended six games, reduced to four for being accused of sexually assaulting a 20-year-old woman. Charges were later dropped, but Goodell justified this, this suspension. The personal conduct policy makes clear that I may impose discipline even when the conduct does not result in conviction of crime. As for example, where the conduct imposes inherent danger to the safety and well-being of another person. Mm-hmm. I hear right from these white women, though. Mm-hmm. Those, those women were white. And, uh, yeah, two games for Ray Rice, man. Um Ohio State quarterback Terrell Pryor got suspended five games for receiving impermissible benefits while playing at Ohio State. I think that's the most noticeable, notable right there with a guy that didn't do shit as a professional mm-hmm. getting suspended. And for five games, for more, for three more than Ray Rice. Yep. I just feel bad because this whole discussion has basically devolved into, well, how many games suspension is a – beating your wife worth and it's like man we already kind of gave up didn't we <laughs> you know what i mean like, we kind of already gave up on this we, don't worry about going to jail don't worry about any of that shit you know this is what we got. Affect your football yep uh victor cruz proposed to his uh girlfriend in a sneak attack uh proposal uh he took out somewhere um and uh Proposed to her, and everybody went crazy and shit. Um, she bad, too. Yeah, she is pretty, man. And uh, a black woman. <clears throat> uh, also, I like when, uh, you know, they you propose in public, and they always have this, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what are you doing moment? But it's like, 
TMZ is everywhere. <laughs> this nigga couldn't even propose without TMZ being like. It looked like he's somewhere private too, man. Yeah, like, like a, it, a dick. <laughs> this don't look like it was done for the cameras, y'all. Like it's somebody backyard. <laughs> yeah, like he went to a cookout. TMZ was there, and then boom! All of a sudden, they taking pictures of him, the ring, his girl. Damn, they be everywhere, dog. TMZ uh, Sports, man. <laughs> they got a picture of them with their daughter, man. That's 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 nice. That's nice. Yeah, Victor Cruz and got and got married, man. Um, so good luck, run. good luck, Victor. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing that salsa dance for half. <laughs> I hope I hope you ain't like Benzino out here in these streets. <laughs> oh, sleaze! Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he had a tattoo on the side of his uh, body, man. Before the marriage, what is he thinking? He's disgusting. Can you believe he actually held up the source? Like, niggas at the source were scared of him, bro. <laughs> like, now I'll be like, how did this happen? <laughs> right. Like, well, what What was the Which? circumstances that led to this being okay? It had to be the other guys that was there with the guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, guess we'll talk about the big news. Uh, Stephen A. Smith... Uh, uh, went on the air on first take, uh, trying to give a hot take and, uh, said, said some stuff about Ray Rice, uh, and his, uh, fiance about you. And here's what I mean by that. We keep talking, by the way, uh, for the record, he started here because sometimes on first take, they discuss it. They discuss like an issue until the bone marrow is dry. The, this joint was the first thing he had to say about the NFL spending Ray Rice for the first of two game for two for two games. Okay, so just for the record, this isn't taken out of context. The seventeenth time they talked about it, he's trying to come up with a different angle. He started on ten. And here's what I mean by that: we keep talking about the guys. We know you have no business putting your hands on a woman. I don't know how many times I got to reiterate that. But as a man who was raised by women, see, I know what I'm going to do if somebody touches a female member of my family. I know what I'm going to do. I know what my boys are going to do. I know what I'm going to have to remind myself that I work for the worldwide leader. I'm going because I'm the toughest motherfucker in the world. Okay, <laughs> let me tell. You, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a bat. And I'm going to go to his knees. That's number one. All right. Number two, I'm raping his daughter. That's right. I said it. I said, it. Skip, where are you going? Skip. Are you? Anyway, after that, I get done with his daughter, his mama. Mm-hmm. Son, too, if he do. Yeah. The son, I don't care. Okay. That's what you need to understand. Everybody's sucking my yeah. dick. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a rapist. Be raping. Uh, why, why, what is this uh, sign to wrap it up? What does that mean? We just started. We just started the show. Anyway, after why, I get why, the, why is my mic not working? So I'm gonna kill his grandmama in front of her kids. Okay, that's what I do. Cause you don't touch my sister. I go to prison. Cause violence is the answer. I have to get law enforcement officials involved because of what I'm gonna be tempted to do. But what I've tried to employ the female members of my family, some of whom you all met and talked to and what have you, 
is that, again, and this is what I've done this all my life, let's make sure we don't do anything to provoke wrong actions. Because if I come right or somebody on. else comes right with on. this Right on, my Ooh. brother. Preach. Amen. Preach, my brother. Oh, don't provoke me, girl. Tell these hoes I help. Sometimes when I, sometimes the fist just flies out of my hand. I don't even know what happened. That's right. I look at my fist. I go, oh, my bad. You was provoked. Law enforcement officials, your brother, or, or, or the fellas that you know, if we come after somebody has put their hands on you, it doesn't negate the fact that they already put their hands on you. By the way, in the NFL, you can't even start the play until everyone is in line. And the ball is snapped, and they have timing and all this shit, or else the play doesn't count. That's how much discipline the NFL player has. Mm-hmm. You get, you know what I mean? Like, if you get hit uh, during the middle of a play, you just gotta get up and go back to the huddle and start again. By grown ass men. But don't let your woman cuss you out. Cause then you got to hit her. There's no discipline there no more. Well, I don't have to be disciplined off the field. Right. Yeah, obviously. That's because I'm shit, let, let my woman, your woman, anybody woman mm-hmm. provoke me. Then they getting hands across their face. Right. I'm just saying. Period. Because they're a woman and they need to be put back in their place. Right. It's, now, if a man hits me, we'll sit down, talk it out like gentlemen. Yep. You know, go out for a tea. We'll possibly have a bill sit down. You yeah. Know. We, we like to we, we like to discuss things. But a know? woman. Oh. Oh, what? I got to show her right then. Mm-hmm. Right then and there. Walk away. For who and for what? Right. She mm-hmm. needs to be taught a lesson, just like I do my nephew and my niece. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I get my belt. Explain to me why you said what you said. Right. And the answer will never be good enough. Now, what if somebody puts hands on one of the women that you know? Well, I'm going to ask what she said first. No. See, first of all, I'm going to say... I'm gonna get first of all. I'm gonna get aluminum torches, okay. And I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take take the iron to some people. I'm gonna beat them up. I'm gonna get my. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna do. Not okay. me. Not me. No, I want. I'll tell you for my. I know what I'm gonna do. Okay. I, I need to. I'm gonna have to remind. I'm gonna have to remind myself that I even work for myself. I okay. See. see, I know the women in my family. I know how they get down. I, I, you know, I was raised by women. Yeah. And. I know they, you know, they pop off at the mouth sometimes, so I need to find out what they see at first. Yeah, but if you put your hands on them, I don't care what they said. Okay, I know what I'm going to do. I know what Skip Bayless is going to do. Now, depending on what they I know said, what you I, gonna they do. might get an ass whooping from me as well, disrespecting well, another I know, man. But that's, that's a separate matter. Because you don't do that. Man. I deliver the ass whoopings to my female friends, Okay. I, I so you violating in, the, the ass whooping protocol by not calling me see, believe, and getting permission in the first place. I believe in community, and we all got to teach these women. Right. Mine, yours, whoever. We but, all got but, to teach But they got to at least call, though, Justin. You know what I mean? You got to call me to tell me you about to beat my sister. Yeah, That's just impolite. If it's time, you call me afterward. But if it's time, just, but, let, I mean, just but don't if let me show up at her house and I happen to see the black eye. I'm insulted now because I'm finding out secondhand. She calling me talking about you beat you beat her. What what was I? Why are you not calling me? When I'm supposed to get in the loop, you know what I mean. So now I got to. I know what I'm gonna do. I got to get some hard pipe hitting crackheads. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna come down to your house and get mid eve on your ass. Sit your boys. We're gonna forget that I work for ESPN. 
Cause fuck a, <laughs> fuck a job. That's right. I got to, I got, I got to, uh, hand out the law. Right. I'm gonna get to raping too. And pillaging. I'm taking your shit. Alright? That's what I do. So let's try to make sure that we can do our part in making sure that that doesn't happen. Now you got some dudes that are just horrible and they're going to do it anyway. And there's never an excuse to put your hands on a woman. But <laughs> domestic violence or, 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 you know, with, with, or whatever the case may be. It's always funny because these dudes are so stupid they don't realize they are contradicting themselves right there. Yep. Because when you say you can provoke someone to being hit, you are saying there's an excuse to hit a woman. There's no two ways about it. Like, them provoke, that's what provoke means. There's several times to put hands on a woman. Right. Um, First first things in the morning. First thing in the morning. After she fixed dinner, if she don't wash the dishes immediately, I'm talking about fix my plate. Right. While I eat, she should be washing the dishes. We don't use the dishwasher in my house. That's a luxury. I want them hand washed, just like my car, hand washed. Right. You know what I mean? What 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 I look like going to the car wash when she got two hands? Wash the car. Uh several times you could be the woman. First thing in the morning. You know what I mean? You gotta get that out the way. Mm-hmm. Cause then she might wake up and think she's somebody. Be wanting to leave you and shit. Uh lunch. You know what I mean? If you can meet her somewhere for lunch, throw a couple hands. Uh let her know you still care and that you're still watching. Uh, when she gets off of work, that's a good time. All appropriate time. You know, she comes in, she won't tell you about that bitch she don't like at work. It's like, well, what about the bitch I don't like living in my house? And then you just pop pop it up a couple times. Uh, right before bed, like to get, you know, beat, beat her down, let her know that, you know, hey, just the best you ever gonna be able to do and keep her confident. Cause confidence is like a flower that if you water it, it will start to grow. And ass women is like, you know, drying up that water. So you just got to deliver it sometimes, you whether can, it's an elevator or whatever. You can lead them to water, but you can't make them think. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, and, and just a little advice, you yeah. put some powders on your hands. Right. Um, you don't want, you know, personally, I say gloves because I don't want to scar my own hands beating up on women. No, I, I I like the skin, the skin. I like I like the baby, the feel. Yeah, see, you old school, but then you got evidence. You ain't watched enough CSI, like, see, I, no, I, how, I, how you think OJ got off? Well, he had on gloves that didn't fit. But he got off though. Yeah, you know, he had the gloves. You gotta get the gloves, see, man. See, see, I beat mine so trained. She looks forward to it. If I don't give her that ass whooping, I find her punching herself. Mm, okay, Fifty Shades of Justin. That's right. Maybe with men putting their hands on women is obviously a very real, real issue in our society. And I think that just talking about Skip hasn't said a word. <laughs> what guys shouldn't do, we gotta also make sure that you can do your part to do whatever you can do to make to to to, to, to try to make sure it doesn't happen. We know they're wrong. We know they're criminal. We know they probably deserve to be in jail. In Ray Rice's case, he probably deserves more than the two game suspension, which we both acknowledge. Probably. But at the same, probably, probably, can we get some definitive statements out of you? You do realize he should have started with that part, right? Like all the shit that he's emphasizing the most is the wrong part. Like you, like he should be emphasizing he should have got more games because that's what this topic was. The topic wasn't what can women do to prevent themselves from being beaten. The topic was how do you feel about Ray Rice's two game suspension? Yep. 
and you come in talking about this is what women ladies y'all need to understand that y'all need to stop provoking these men and hitting you but you know what it is man we talk it's just like at the y because he can't he has no control at home right and at work he has to go someplace else and try to feel like he's superior and for Stephen a's case because he has no control at home mm-hmm. he feels like at work i can flex my muscles I'm going to slide this in here. Yeah, he would never put his hands on this woman. Right. Cause, cause, and I guarantee you she's checked his ass multiple times because he's stupid. And, and he's loud and he's boisterous. So I guarantee he's married to a woman that has to sometimes check this nigga like, Steve, you tripping right now. Steve, Steve, see, this is just how your mama raging. What? And he, I guarantee he never put his hands on her because he's like, that's crazy. That's what crazy people do. But somehow we keep making allowances for these crazy motherfuckers that put their hands on women to be like, oh, you know what? Stephen A. Smith said it's okay. If I got provoked, what can I do? Got to hit her. And Skips, the whole time, and not one time does he try to slide him a note, do anything to be like, nah. Uh, I don't even think they're in the same location. I think this is on satellite. So Skip, like, damn, this nigga really about to go down (laughs) with the ship. Yo, here's, yo, in all seriousness, though, man, like, for no joke, all jokes aside for a second, I'm really embarrassed that it's black men that are the face of this shit. You know what I mean? Ignorance. Like, Tony Dungy with the with the homophobic thing, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith. I know it's not only black men who think this type of way sometimes, like, but we end up being the face because they're so fucking ignorant to the fucking job that they do. You will never catch Skip Bayless talking about domestic violence as as any way, shape, or form being any part of a woman's fault. Mm-hmm. Ever. You, like, do do people realize at this point, dozens of ESPN people have talked about these topics? Dozens of sports radio people have talked about these topics? There's a reason that we only have Tony Dungy and Stephen A. Smith to talk about. It Like, part of the reason I lose respect for stuff like uh, Tony Dungy in addition to, you know, uh, I think his views, I don't care if it's couched in religion, I'm very homophobic. Um, part of the reason that I lose respect is because you won't catch, catch Bob Costas saying that. Yep. He, you, pro- probably just as religious, if not more. Right. You, you won't catch these guys saying that because they know it's the third rail and they're professional at their job and they know that you just leave that shit unsaid. These motherfuckers are really losing their jobs, getting in trouble because they won't shut the fuck up or at least catch, catch the hint that you don't get to talk about this. Not from this angle, not from this perspective. You don't get to talk about it. And, and it's kind of embarrassing, man, because it's always us. It's like when someone says something fucked up about race, um, a lot of times there's no groups that lobby to like take them to task and all this shit or people just don't care about black people. So Colin Coward can say whatever he wants and all these people can say whatever the fuck they want to say about people, but about black people. But you know, like when you piss off women, 40% of the NFL fan base, uh, by the way, when you piss them off, you're going to lose part of what you do for a living. And Stephen A. Smith walking right into this fucking minefield is so it it just makes me like sad about the level of the lack of savvy for black professionals that get paid to talk and when this news came out he had time to think about it it's not like it was a spur of the moment and you know he didn't really think about it he thought about this yeah what he prepared from the morning right from their morning meetings 
And Skip probably looked at him then like, you really going to go with that? That's that's your angle? He's like, if you think you can make that work, I'm not going to stop you. Because I know <laughs> Skip didn't agree. He's like, this is what we do. Now, Michelle Beadle came out. People got mad at her because she was on Twitter and she basically said that uh she was forced to watch the first take and now she can never feel clean. And she said, uh, I'm thinking about wearing a miniskirt this weekend. I'd hate to think what I'd be asking for by doing so at Stephen A. Smith, hashtag don't provoke. And a lot of people, a lot of men got mad at her because she's like, how you going to bring up rape? He wasn't talking about rape. Um, uh, it's called a comparison yeah. and it's called, um, you know, um, using, um, the fullest extent of that person's argument to take it to what they're, what they're possibly saying. So it's like, okay, you know that mentality gives cover for rapists too. And niggas get so mad when women say that, but you're saying it. Yeah, it like, I honestly compared this shit to like if someone told you and I, hey, Justin, don't speed because the cops might pull you over and beat you to death. And like, but the cops shouldn't be putting me in no fucking chokehold and beat me to death either, though. Yeah, but I mean, if, just say it. Don't give them a reason by speeding. Like, you do realize those two fucking things have nothing to do with each other, right? <laughs> like, I should get a ticket. Yeah. That's that's what happens when you speed. That's the end of it. Yeah. If I have a disagreement with my wife, we should just have a disagreement. It shouldn't be, and then Karen chop my dick off. That's not actually okay, guys. Like, well, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I mean, the cops shouldn't beat you, and I mean, those cops are bad, and we understand that there are bad cops out there. So, you know, we understand, so just don't speed. You're like, no, nigga, that's, no, we don't understand. How about they stop killing people? Yeah, like, you don't need to do this. <laughs> like, that's the part that, that, that people, you know, and I think maybe black men might be able to relate to that more, more than the other examples, but that's basically what she's saying is here's another example of this type of mentality, and, and it's stupid. Yeah, and it's not right. Don't, well, don't provoke the police by jaywalking. Like, nigga, th- okay, I jaywalk. Give me the $50 fine. Or a warning. Can yeah. I get a warning? Can, don't break my fucking legs. <laughs> like that, like, there's something that's over the top here, guys, and it's not my fault. Yeah. I'm not going to be in court talking about, well, I was jaywalking, so I mean, case dismissed, right? <laughs> no. Um, Michelle Beadle also said she was in an abusive relationship once. And she's aware that men and women can both be the abuser. To spread a message that we not provoke is wrong. And that is wrong. And it's wrong no matter what the gender. Unfortunately, we only talk about it when it happens to women. So we, like, if, like, my stance is if this was like, say, uh, Justin got, uh, hot grips thrown on him by Turk because he got caught cheating, she's still wrong. Like, you don't do that. Like, there's a whole list of other shit you can do legally to get half, to leave, to take the house. Like, there's a bunch of shit you can do. You would still laugh, though. Um, yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I play, I would play the Al Green song and we, we would get our joke on, but my barometer of laughter is probably the worst way to judge anything <laughs> right or wrong, right? I mean, I think at this point, 700 and some episodes into the Blackout Tips, uh, we've proven that we'll laugh at just about anything, even if I'm like, yeah, that's wrong though. <laughs> like you, you still gotta go to prison. That would be confusing if I had, if I had like a judge show. <laughs> people came in like, yeah, man. So then, uh, I left the baby in a hot car. I'm like, god damn, nigga, you just thought it was 
He thought it was uh, 20 degrees out. Well, it was 90 degrees. Oh, fried baby, fried baby alert. And then they'd be How like, did the baby taste? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, my God, this dude is laughing. I guess I'm going to not go to prison at the end. I'd be like, yeah, 100 years. Well, did the baby melt while it was in right. the car or right. did it just die? It did that. Then at the end, they'd be like, yeah, man, so uh, uh, seemed like you had a pretty good time. I guess uh, I'll probably be getting uh, what? Oh, 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 death. Oh, death penalty. Okay. Wow, uh, you seem pretty entertained. Yeah, nigga, I was laughing. It was funny. You are fucked up. Go to jail. Go to <laughs> death in prison. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, so she tweeted about it and saying the victim, uh, the, the violence isn't the victim's issue; it's the abusers to insinuate otherwise irresponsible. He doubled down on Twitter, uh, talking about. <laughs> I, I just, you know what, man? I don't even want to discuss this story anymore. Just. It's so many black dudes fucking up, man. Stop. Like, really, man, people have been arguing with me on Twitter for a week, and it's all black dudes. Just um, black, like, what is wrong with us that we would think this is normal, man? Is a week long enough suspension for him, for Stephen A. Smith, for the comments um, he made? Should he even been suspended? Honestly, I knew, I knew he was going to get suspended at some point because he doubled down. And then his first apology was real fucked up. Like, I apologize if you took it the wrong way. It was like, oh, this nigga wants to go home for a while. Um, and I don't think the suspension is punitive, really. I think he got suspended for a week to let the shit die down. Like, niggas are so mad. Like, he got suspended for a week. He should just be on TV. Like, he had a fucking right to be on TV. He said something controversial, and now he's got to take a week off. He'll be okay. Won't miss a meal, guys. He's he's going to be fine. He should be happy he got to hold on to that job and be thankful that it wasn't a white woman he was talking about. Because then his ass wouldn't have a job. <laughs> it's that fucking simple. I, I 100% believe it. And where would he go work then? Fox Sports or when I don't they know. Hire? Right. Somebody. They hired Whitlock. They'll hire somebody. They need, uh, they need somebody. He got a job on Sirius the same week he said these comments. So... Um, so yeah, he, uh, he apologizes and, uh, all this shit and, um, they give, then they give him a week, um, suspension and, uh, he's gone. He'll be back next Wednesday. So it's pretty much over. Um, and, and for what it's worth, I thought his apology sounded sincere. Uh, I will play some of that. A lot of people got mad. Or oh, did we play this on the regular show? You did, but I don't think it was sincere. Okay. You don't. You still don't think it was sincere? No, I, I think he may have come across sincere, but I don't think he. I think he genuinely believed what he originally said, and I don't believe he's changed his stance on it. Um, and he clearly says, "I I miss, like I didn't say it didn't come out the way I meant to say it," and that's what he's standing by. He's not. Uh, let me play it again, and I wasn't going to play it, but since we disagree, I'll play it for people to give their own opinions. Good morning. On Friday, speaking right here on First Take on the subject of domestic violence, I made what can only amount to the most egregious error of my career. While elaborating on thoughts concerning the NFL's ruling versus Ray Rice, following a domestic dispute with his then-fiance, I ventured beyond the scope of our discussion by alluding to a woman's role in such heinous matters going so far as to use the word provoke in my diatribe. My words came across that it is somehow a woman's fault. This was not my intent. It is not what I was trying to say. Yet the failure to clearly articulate something different 
lies squarely on my shoulders. To say what I actually said was foolish is an understatement. To say I was wrong is obvious. To apologize, to say I'm sorry, doesn't do the matter its proper justice, to be quite honest. But I do sincerely apologize. As a man raised by the greatest mother in the world and four older sisters, I've religiously spoken out against domestic violence all of my life. I've done so repeatedly over 20 years in this business, Humble as well as over these very airwaves right here on First Take. My primary reason for doing so is because I've experienced and dealt with the matter within my own family. Unfortunately, I did an incredibly poor job of asserting my point of view this past Friday. For that, again, I am truly, truly sorry, particularly the victims of domestic abuse and to my female family members and loved ones I've disappointed and who know I know better. You all deserved a better profession and, quite frankly, a better man last Friday sitting on this very set in this very chair. My heartfelt apologies to each and every single one of you. All right, so you don't think that's for real? No, he, he started it out by, he said it multiple times. As my words didn't come out the way I intended for him to. And even at the end, he was like, how I express my words, I apologize for not um, expressing them the right way. Something like, however he worded it at the end. But he never said, look, what I said was wrong and I apologize. I'm sorry. That's the end of it. Not you, not I misspoke, not but people misunderstood he, my words. But he said it was the most egregious error of his career. Yeah, an uh, error said, in how he articulated himself, not the error. To the most egregious error of my career. While elaborating on thoughts concerning the NFL's ruling versus Ray Rice, following a domestic dispute with his then fiance, I ventured beyond the scope of our discussion by alluding to a woman's role in such heinous matters going so far as to use the word provoke in my diatribe. My words came across that it is somehow a woman's fault. This was not my intent. Right there. It- so you think he's saying it is a woman's fault, but what, yeah, what, what do you think that sentence means? I think it means I said some things I shouldn't have said. However, the way I said them, y'all just didn't really understand what I was, the point I was trying to get across. And I needed to articulate that better. That's not what I was trying to say. Yet the failure to clearly articulate something different lies squarely on my shoulders. Yep. To See, say pause what it right I actually said. He said to articulate something different. Right. I should have been saying it in a different way so that you could get my point. Mm. Which is still, women need not be provoking these men out here in these streets. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't use the word provoke. But maybe he would use the words like, don't say things that create arguments. Um, you know the temperament of the person you with, and you know if they're volatile or not. Like, was foolish. Okay. It's an understatement. To say I was wrong is obvious. So when he says he was wrong, nope. you don't think that means nothing? To say I was wrong is obvious. He never said. <laughs> did he say I'm wrong? I messed oh, up. Oh, nah, you're nitpicking now. That's, that's clearly him being like, I'm wrong. Like, that's his version I'm wrong? He's talking to a camera that is telling the audience, talking to the audience going, to say I was wrong, like he's saying, like, me saying I was wrong, that's not even enough. Like, I was clearly wrong. We Like, you like because it's part of this. Carrie Champion right beside him. So? He, I, I he's talking to the, he's, he said it to the audience, he's talking to the audience I at large. Don't believe, I don't believe he truly changed his opinion about that. Okay. To apologize. To say I'm sorry doesn't do the matter its proper justice, to be quite honest. But I do sincerely apologize. 
as a man raised by the greatest mother in the world. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I think people, we're at a point, um, and the same thing with the Ray Rice apology that he did. I think we're really at a point where people don't give a fuck. Like, you don't get to apologize and you can never get, like, like, it's never enough. It doesn't matter what you say, how you say it. Uh, when you do get a sincere apology, it's not gonna be enough. People already made up their minds. So it's a wrap for him. Like, I, I'm not gonna say that. Um, I think so, man, because to me, that's one of the more elaborate apologies we've seen in a, a fucking long time. Like, pretty much every apology we get now is, well, I apologize to the people who might have felt offended by <laughs> some of the, like, right. That was an actual, like, no, I was wrong. I fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I definitely didn't mean that it was any part of a woman's fault. And, and it's still like, nope, the nigga lying. He, and it's not just you, Justin. Uh, people on my timeline that are on his quote unquote side originally, even after the apology, I was like, how can you be on his side when he apologized? Like, he said he was wrong. And people are like, well, he didn't really mean it. So it's okay. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't know what to do at this point. I, I'm just sitting over here like, well, I guess my ears must not work. Cause to me, he basically said, I'm, I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what to say anymore. I, it's like, you can't really have a discussion at this point. Cause people are that far divided where it's like, it don't matter what the fuck happened. He wrong and him apologizing. He's still, he even more wrong now. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm not saying he more wrong. I'm just saying he, I didn't, I didn't deem it as sincere. And I yeah, like I mean, I can't control that you know what i mean yeah. like if you don't think it's sincere that i mean you know that's honestly your feeling there's nothing that could be done i i just really was like it is there's is nothing he can do then in my opinion yeah. like now he now this guy right here his his new uh video <laughs> that's out he he changed my mind from his original uh press conference uh ray rice yep dude i saw people going to him last night saying like even his apology's not good enough no his he has actually changed my now. He has changed my mind from his original. His original was fucked up. He was reading off his phone, kept going off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. That one, the other one he did, it was off top of his head. It's how he genuinely felt, and he was like, "I messed up. I'm not gonna go into detail, but I messed up, and I apologize to my wife, and her family, and my family, and my daughter, and to the people who look up to me." Like, yeah. I was like, good, good for him. Like, he actually sat down and thought about it. Somebody taught him about that, and he listened. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was, there was no arrogance um, during his speech. No, like, you know, I'm doing this so y'all can leave me the fuck alone. Like, I think he genuinely felt that way. Well, the thing is, though, man, like, um, I don't think people um, care. Because part of what he said was, like, I would like to, at some point, um, be a like go out and speak with me and my wife to kids about domestic violence and like use our mistakes to teach children like not to do this shit and people were like who the fuck do you think you are to go talk about domestic violence and i was like too soon yeah i was like it must be be the timing of it but you do like that's not a terrible idea yeah we have drug addicts tell kids not to do drugs we have drunk drivers tell kids not to drink drunk drink and drive scared straight they in jail tell the kids yeah like i could see a time where you know maybe he shouldn't have mentioned that this is one of the things he'd like to do Cause he's trying, he's trying to gain back that ground that he lost in the public uh, opinion. But 
that's not the worst thing in the world to be like, yeah, I want to be so healthy and get over this and like take it on and not just run from it that I want to talk to kids and be like, yo, don't make the mistake I did. Michael Vick did it. People are just don't like, people don't want to forgive, man. Like, that's my opinion. Like, people want to hang on to their anger so much that they refuse to forgive, you know, like, because it takes away something, some of their value if they actually have to go. That person apologized, and now I need to take my personal insecurity and issues out of the equation and say that person apologized, and that is the end of me like holding this against them like unless they do something else to prove that they what they just said was bullshit i need to back the fuck off and let that person live their life and see you know hopefully that they, they, they'll be fine yeah um from Stephen a it's a nah i don't it's it's a line though but with ray rice i felt like it was genuine um if he and if it's not he fooled me um yeah. I, I do agree with you, though. There's a lot of people, they love to carry around that hurt. Yeah, from, I mean. From, from things that people haven't yeah. even done anything to them, but they carry that hurt around and that bitterness just because um, they're angry, and they just want to be angry at life and at other people. Um, and you have to let that go. Yeah. And I, But I do think that you should take heed that some people, when they do apologize, it is genuine and some aren't. Yeah, um, I agree. I, like I said, both of the ones from these guys seem genuine to me, and I'm willing to wait it out. Like, I actually think if we're using statistics, much more chance, a much bigger chance someone like Ray Rice reoffends than Stephen A. Smith. Like, Stephen A. Smith pretty much learned his lesson. I'm not bringing that shit up again. Ray Rice, like, abuse can be habitual and repetitive. You know, and then with them rushing in and getting married and all this shit, who knows what's happening? So yeah, man, I I don't know, man. I, I but yeah, it's just been an interesting discussion around it, man. Because like, to me, once you apologize, I back off because it's like people should let people apologize and make up for their mistakes. It's but I saw people going twice as hard then. Like, nah. oh no, fuck this nigga. Ray, now it's really on. Ray Rice gonna reoffend when she decides she won't have. Then you're going to see all that counseling and all the other stuff go out the window. Uh, we'll see, man. I'm not, like I said, man, I'm trying to be optimistic about it because I, I think the best case scenario would be for them to, to, like, be an example to kids and to be able to learn something from this and to be able to get help. Um, you know, I, I don't want to just be like, well, there's going to be another statistic. Obviously, she gonna, he going to kill her. You know, like I saw people saying that last night. Like, I just hope they, I just hope they can live because, you know. Like they, they probably like that somebody gonna end up killing one of one of them too. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it just seems like so much to 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 put on these people. But we'll see what happens, bro. I just thought it was an interesting discussion, man. Because uh, people were like, you know, he was like, uh, I was talking to somebody. that was like, well, why didn't he bring his wife out there? He's apologizing to us. He should be apologizing to his wife. I was like. Well, well, last time he brought his wife out there, everybody was like, why the fuck is she out there? She yep. didn't do anything. You know, like it's people are mad. It doesn't matter which way you spin it. Something going to be wrong with your apology. Yeah, I'm OK with him not bringing. He don't need to keep bringing her out there for the cameras and things like that. Especially she if, shouldn't have been out there in the first place, especially if he apologized to her one on one. Yeah, um, that video may have been public, but it's not like he leaked the video. 
um, to make it public. It just happened to be leaked. He should not have the, the Ravens organization should not have had her out there in the first place. Period. Yep. That's it. Especially if she was out there not to be talking. I, I can understand them having her out there to show support. Yeah, she didn't get to even say shit. It was just, you know, him not apologizing to her and then her speaking for a minute and a half. It, yeah, it, they tried to pawn it off on her. Like, just, it's your fault. You know, don't come out and say what exactly you did, but basically it's your fault. And, you know, you apologizing to us as an organization and Ray Rice and uh, the end. It was really scummy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, I, this, I, it's just very interesting that they're not gonna, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Ray Rice, pretty much nobody's gonna, the, the like, thing, people aren't gonna believe these apologies one way or the other. I think the thing too is to look at these things that they're doing and apply them to your own personal lives. When you're having arguments at the court with somebody and you know you was the one genuinely wrong, um, or with your girlfriend or spouse, or look at how you apologizing and wondering why she ain't forgiving your ass, or wondering why she's still mad. You know, it could be because of how you apologize. Maybe you misunderstood my words, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I mean? see, like to me, that's not what that Stephen A. Smith apology sounds like. I think his first one sounded like that because he was really being like, y'all, some of y'all out here misinterpreted me and shit. It's like. Nigga, are you trying to get in trouble? Like, <laughs> this is way worse than what the fuck. Like, you you already were fucking up. Now you've done worse. And then, you know, with like, let me find his original apology. Um, is it a tweet that he was? It was on? a tweet. It was a tweet longer. Oh. My series of tweets from a short time ago is not an adequate way to catch my thoughts. So I'm using a single tweet via tweet longer to more appropriately and effectively clarify my remarks from earlier today about the Ray Rice situation. I completely recognize the sensitivity of the issues and the confusion and disgust that my comments caused. First off, as I said earlier, I want to reiterate strongly, it's never okay to put your hands on a woman. Ever. I understand why this that important point was lost in my other comments, which did not come out as I intended. I want to state very clearly, I do not believe a woman provokes the horrible domestic abuses that are sadly such a major problem in our society. I wasn't trying to say that or even imply it. When I was discussing my own personal upbringing and an important role, the women in my family I played in my life. I understand why my comments could be taken another way. I should have done a better job articulating my thoughts, and I sincerely apologize. To me, that's way worse than what he said on the show. Because that's all really like, it's y'all not understanding what I'm really saying. But, the, you know, obviously you guys are tripping. And the other joint is like, I was tripping. I thought what I was saying made sense. It clearly doesn't. I don't, I shouldn't have said provoke and people don't provoke their own violence. Uh, uh, I was wrong and there's no other way to say that. Like to me, this still was like a justification of his original comments. And I don't know. I don't know what, what else he, I think he almost just needed to get fired for a lot of people to be okay. And um, I mean, also, people pe- don't like this nigga. I mean, that yes, could be part of it too. Like I rarely advocate people to get fired. I do from mm-hmm. time to time, but yeah. uh, I don't know that his comment was fireable. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I if he would have got fired, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been mad if he would have got fired, um, because I still believe if it was a white woman, he would have got fired. Mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, but you know, the race part of it, don't nobody want to talk about. I, f- I feel like I'm the only one bringing that up. 
Uh, Greg Hardy says he's been a distraction to the team. Probably with all them jokes and them clowning his ass in the 911 tape. Mm-hmm. I hate that I distracted my team, uh, he, he says in the video. Play this for everybody. I'm sure they've been clowning him in the locker room. Being back on the football field in general, being able to focus on that, how much different does that make things for you? How much better does that make things for you? Greg, what did it mean to get the franchise tag this year? Um, also, I'm going to like you know, hang out with my guys, play some football, so that was a that way. What, last year, you told us you set a goal for 58 sacks in the season. You set a number like that this year. I like that number still. I feel like it was a good, solid, old number. I'm going to shoot for it again. And I want to say this time I'm shooting for it so everybody knows. I didn't say I was going to get 58, but I'm going to shoot for 58. I've had a great you know, five years here, so it's well there. Do you feel like this season is an opportunity for you to kind of prove your value to the organization? It's an every year thing. I don't really go on a yearly basis. Well, Craig, understanding the limitations of this interview, this is a team-related question. Do you feel that you've been a distraction for the team? Uh, um, I hate that uh, I am distracted with my team. <laughs> but well. Other than that, I really can't answer my question. Do you apologize to me, Greg? Can answer that question? By the way, um, if this is a distraction, um, this is more like this is more of a distraction than Michael Sam. Yep. So anyway, uh, he just hates that he's been a distraction, you know, for that domestic violence he did to his girlfriend. So. Uh, still hasn't served any games, um, but he did plead guilty. So I don't know how Goodell's going to handle this. Is two games now the standard for beating your girlfriend up? Because if so, then I guess he'll miss two games. Uh, he might get more just because he pled guilty versus, like you said, Ray Rice didn't plead guilty. Nah, he, Ray Rice got something though. It was like, it was, he, he not like, I think he might have pled guilty, dog. Like, I thought his was not guilty, but I get to keep the not guilty plea as long as I go to the um, mandatory like counseling or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. Something weird like that. Because um, that's the thing. You can be, you can plead not guilty but be convicted, whereas yeah. he pled guilty. So that means, oh, good, we don't have to go to trial. You you pleading guilty, cool. Um, let's get to the sentencing. Yeah. So, uh I think if he'd have played not guilty, he would have had to go to trial. And um, whereas, which is what Ray Rice had to do. They went to trial, but they didn't really have it. A whole, like, they had the tape of the after effect, but they didn't have any cooperating witnesses or anything like that against Ray Rice. And they couldn't prosecute him off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know it wasn't long. It was like, yeah, it was something, like you said, it was some kind of weird, like, well, if you get this counseling, it's not, it didn't even happen. So, but yeah, Greg, Greg Hardy, uh, um, was found guilty on two misdemeanor charges stemming from an early morning altercation with Nicole Holder at his uptown co- uh, condo. Well, we knew he was lying. Like, even, <laughs> yeah, like we, we could tell through the tape, oh, he lying right now. That part was a lie. Yeah. That's not the truth. Now, this was a white woman, so he probably ended up, you know, losing some games. 
yeah. behind this mental. And he was getting choked up during that interview when they asked him the question. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, he's a distraction to the team. Although Greg Hardy, um, good luck to you. That's all I can say. I might run into you in Charlotte. Good luck. The Clippers can be sold now for $2 billion because uh, a judge said it's okay. So we'll see you next week when Donald Sterling is suing for some other stuff. <laughs> and it's all over again. Yep. He might, look, he might avoid the, he might try to be like, nope, we need other ownership other than the dude that's trying to buy it. Kevin Love proved that he's very selfish, uh, deciding to pull out of the patriotic duty of playing for Team USA. Now, to me, that doesn't sound like a guy that I would trust on my team if I was a Cavs fan. Especially if he had already committed. Yeah, uh, you're supposed to be a fucking American. And it's an honor to play for Team USA. And this uh, this is the kind of shit you pull. Go back to Minnesota, dude. <laughs> enjoy enjoy that cold up there. What would LL have to say about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ben Roethlisberger is okay with the choice to wait on a new deal. Making it a first for Ben Roethlisberger to be okay with choice. <laughs> Typically, him and choice don't get along. Uh. That's kind of odd. They must be. They must be telling him you can get the um, veteran minimum. They basically told him they're not re-signing shit until after the end of the season. So um, it'd be interesting. Uh, maybe they think this will motivate him. Is he hurt? Uh, I know he had been injured the past few years dealing with. He's been that. playing though. He's been playing. I mean, I, I mean, but can you blame him? Like you said, even if he has been hurt and missing some of the games, like. Why the fuck would, would I commit to that? And the Steelers have been underachieving for the last couple of years. So, yep. yeah, I, I would make them wait on the deal, too. It's good to see they be like, um, it's good to see they, they back Tomlin and, yeah. and not being like Tomlin on the hot seat. It's just good to know that he can actually wait on things. <laughs> I, 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 until I, this point, I didn't I, know that I, was a thing I, he I could bet do. In, I bet none of his victims thought this was possible. Yeah, everybody's like, wow, so you do know how to, to take no for an answer. Michael Jordan says, I don't own the number 23, so LeBron James can wear it. Uh, Roderick Marl says, who gives a fuck? Everybody knew you didn't own the number 23, nigga. Uh, well, yeah, why don't you get that patent? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pat Riley would get that patent. What is wrong with you, Michael Jordan? Yeah. No. So, of course you can own the number 23. It's an NBA number. The NBA owns it. Yep. I just do find it odd LeBron chose 23 when he was the one trying to get people to not wear it. But, you know, whatever works. He was probably just saying that till he could get it back. Did somebody have 23 in Miami? Uh, I don't. I think Riley retired it. Oh, okay. So uh, he's like, nobody should wear this number. Uh, what number would you choose if you if you had, if you you had was going back to Cleveland it was you? Uh, I would choose 23. You would? Yep. Michael Jordan. Uh, I would have chose um, four. Uh, well, you know who else would choose that? Geno Smith. Geno Smith said he expects to be a top five NFL quarterback in the next two years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with that. Can't tell if he's really smart or really <laughs> stupid. Right. That's why I'm okay with it. Don't know. I believe he. Ha- I believe that he truly believes that. Like he's not just talking. He really does believe that. I think he's more insincere than Stephen A. Smith's apology. There's <laughs> no fucking way. That nigga is, is number thirty-two right now in the league. Yeah. No fucking way. He really thinks he's gonna be top five. He believes that. I believe he believes that. Mm, okay. <laughs> we'll see. I can't believe you don't believe he believes that. Because uh, I can't tell if he's smart or stupid. 
I can't tell if he's smart enough to be like, obviously this ain't gonna happen, but I need to say what it takes to keep this job over Michael Vick. <laughs> that or, saying that not gonna help you keep the job. No, nah, but no, you if you have confidence, then people will be like, oh, okay. So he feels like he can improve. Or if he's so stupid, he really is like, it's easy to be top five. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, they gotta retire. Geno Smith. Then me. Yeah. Yeah, he, right, he could easily be top five. Who else ahead of him right now? 31 other quarterbacks. <laughs> PJ Tucker for the Phoenix Suns is arrested and charged with super extreme DUI. <laughs> By the way, when I've clicked to save this story this week, I heard your laugh in my head. <laughs> like, as soon as I was like, read the title, I said, Justin gonna laugh his ass off. <laughs> what the fuck is a super, super extreme? Is this a video game? Right. Are the, Mar- are the Mario Brothers out there too? The extra points? You get an extra man for this shit? <laughs> the fuck is a super extreme? <laughs> did he have, did he have somebody holding his bed in the car while he was driving? Like, nah, this ain't mine, this he is. <laughs> Does the Mario Brothers like music when you get a star star playing? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like the, the faster music. Um, back in May, before he signed his $16.5 million deal with the Suns, P.J. Tucker was pulled over in Scottsdale, Arizona, after allegedly blowing through a stop sign. Cops reported he made a wide left and was driving between two lanes before they finally pulled him over. According to the report, he then blew a .201 BAC on an initial breathalyzer Damn. test. That is super extreme. What, what, the minimum is point six, right? That's point oh eight, I think, is the most she's supposed to have. So he's three times then. Okay. And later he registered a two point two two, a two, a point two two two. Super extreme DUI in Arizona is both ridiculous sounding and anything over point twenty. He had thick and slurred speech and watery and bloodshot eyes, according to the report. And the officer detected a powerful odor of uh, as he interviewed Tucker. Tucker told the officer he was coming from West Scottsdale Hotel where he had one beer. Ah! <laughs> That's when you know you're drunk. I might have had one. I'm like, nigga, your eyes are watering. You smell like a fucking saloon. Come on, man. Don't take that breathalyzer, man. Like, the officer only had one beer. What'd you do, pour it on you? Like, you smell like a fucking Budweiser. I, I do all the other tests, but I'm not taking that breathalyzer. <laughs> During a walk and turn test, Tucker stumbled to the side and caught himself on a construction fence. <laughs> Damn. Shit. You know, he must have fell like five feet to get onto the fence. And he tall too, man. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? Them tests kind of are unfair for tall people. He got four counts of DUI, including regular, four counts. extreme, and <laughs> super extreme. Although... Nigga sound like a Taco Bell meal, menu. I, I am glad they got him off the streets. Take his license. Repo his car if you got to. Um, however, can we just get the name of these laws changed? I feel like I feel like if you was to arrest me with this, I feel like you playing. He also got charged with Mondo Radical Marijuana Possession <laughs> and Kyle Bunga Dude. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, like that's what I feel like. I can I take you seriously with those yeah. charges? Like, I was like, so you let me go now or what? Because, I mean, yeah. I, you didn't sign an autograph or something for you? Yeah, he got charged with tubular stop sign avoidance. <laughs> totally tubular. Um, Crash bandicoot. Yeah. Uh, reckless driving. 
<laughs> oh man, what the fuck? Super extreme. <laughs> Who wrote that law? Were they serious? Like, how do you pass that law without everybody laughing? Arizona, um, I guess marijuana legal though. Let's look that over. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, we uh. Yeah, I have a new uh, law that I want to get in because we've been having a lot of DUIs lately. Um, I propose a new law where we have a regular DUI, extreme DUI, and super extreme DUI. They're like, come on, man, stop. I feel like the cop that was uh, arresting him um, was probably like uh, a powerful odor. But, you know, if marijuana is legal in uh, Arizona, he couldn't really just say, and he smelled like marijuana. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think he meant a powerful odor of alcohol. You know how you can smell alcohol on somebody when they're real drunk? I think he's trying to say, I can smell the alcohol on this nigga. And he said, I only had one beer. And I said, nigga, you don't get the fuck out this car. Nope, it, it is legal. <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, I, that's yeah, fine. Hey, you I'll, can't drive under it, though, Justin. It doesn't matter if it's legal See, this is the I problem. Mean, this so is the problem with legalizing you weed. You saying you can't smoke and then go for a ride? No, you snacks. can't. Well, what if I get? They would have charged him with that too. Is just because it's if legal. If I want some snacks, I need to be able to get to the store to get some snacks. I, man. That's why you need to plan better. It's still legal. I smoke weed. You think I'm really gonna plan better? Yeah, you better because you got to get a card to smoke it. It's so funny, man. People really do believe that shit, man. Well, you be like, yeah, weed is legal in Denver. Oh, so you could fly a plane on weed? Like, no, stupid. Man. Alcohol is legal, but you can't fucking drink and drive. Arizona even accepts other states' uh, <laughs> marijuana cars if Damn, you got it. They need the money. It bad. <laughs> Kicking all the Mexicans out. They got to make that money back. Alleged victim of OU player says fan backlash is her biggest fear. An Oklahoma student says one of the university football recruits punched her in the face last week, leaving her with four broken bones. Damn. Don't worry, guys. He'll miss the first half of the opening game. No charges have been filed against Joe Mixon, the five-star recruit in question, or anyone else in the case. Police say they are still investigating. Today, though, police said there was an altercation in the early hours of Friday morning between Mixon and 20-year-old Amelia Ray Molitor at Pickleman's Gourmet Cafe in Norman. Police, uh, The police statement doesn't say what happened next, just that it concluded that Molitor sustained injuries to her face. Boy, that's more than an injury. Broke. Four broken bones. Yeah, <laughs> that's surgery. Yep, <laughs> an injury is something you can tape up. <laughs> yep. A police report said that Molitor was found bleeding from the mouth. By the time police arrived, Mixon was gone. There's video of what happened, but police say that the evidentiary value of the recording prohibits its release at this time. Molitor told the Oklahoman that Mixon punched her once in the face, breaking her face in four places. And yes. She's worried about the backlash from Oklahoma fans. Isn't that sad? Yeah, she shouldn't have stuck her face in front of his fist. All right, now we gonna, our best player supposed to miss a game because of you? Just because he hit you in your face? What was she thinking putting her face in front of his fist like that? Though? Provoking him? That's my big fear, the fans, monitor, who also is an Oklahoma student, per the paper said. I've been told to stay off social media to avoid OU fans coming at me on there. Uh, the Internet, of course, confirmed that her fears are correct. One jerk called himself East Contra Costa's county top sports journalist, took the blame the victim route Monday on Twitter, posting what he called monitors multiple criminal violations and imprisonments, which were just a couple of citations for marijuana and underage drinking. So they already going into her background to be like, yep, she deserved to be hit. That's so sad. Yep. Well, she's 
He shouldn't have provoked him, though. It's kind of shit that Stephen A. Smith Stephen A. Jump was on cover this. for. Jump on this. Uh, Sean Marion uh, wants you guys to know that the NBA is coming out with a rap album. Why? Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is Lady going to be on this? We in the building. That's Glenn Davis, y'all. Big That's baby, Vic baby, Glenn Davis. Oh, big baby. He's reading the shit out of the, his whatever he wrote these lyrics. Kids love music. Kids love athletes. And to get athletes and artists together and create a positive message. That's strong. That's strong. Kids will listen. Sean been making them big moves. I've been around Lee. I'm a major hit. Before Quest album. That was Sean Marion. He said, it's not like he said I'm going to blow my weed. Hey, man, you notice that this is like Love and Hip Hop, how they only play 15 seconds of the, the song? Yep. And these those did they cut to the studio like like the song might be good unless not. unless they got Lady on it or Steven Jack. This right here is trash. Making them big moves. I've been around the league. I'm a major hit. Oh, I've been around the league. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you said I've been around with you too. Full court press album is gonna be bananas. That's all I gotta say. Ooh, that's why did he start over if it was tough? <laughs> why was he? Why was he moving around at the mic though? Like rapping to the mic, nigga. He's he moves. I like the league. I'm making a move. I'm watching with two hands. I dribble and I shoot. I dribble then I shoot. I jump. I shoot. I tie your shoes up. Tie your. Oh, crossover. Crossover. This is gonna be bananas, y'all. Go buy it. Go get it. I'm in the building. I'm in the VIP. In the paint, to be specific. Mm. Carlos Vuzo on here. What? Mike check one, two, one, two. Mike check one, two, one, two. What's that? They didn't even lay his fit no bars, dog. They they made his mic check the, the clip. Damn it, man. Everybody else is like, you know. The Lakers don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> he started this in Chicago, though, so, Duke. you know. Duke is in the building. But God, or whatever you do, you'll be all right. So it's a gospel rap album? What up, Diddy? I'ma take that wrist, check that grip. Ghetto boy, that five I spit. When of course you can see I trill. Oh, oh, trill! They only got Steven Jack. Stack Jack, I'm back on. I am back in. Let me rewind. Yo, you can tell his professionality. When he hit that goddamn mic, dog, his shit's so much better than theirs. Oh. What up, Diddy? I'ma take that wrist, check that grip. Ghetto boy, Jack Five, I spit. Well, of course, you can see I trill. I get when I dump that ball like I got it. Crazy tracks, and, uh, you know, they, they definitely did a good job of picking the, picking the right ones for this album. I love it, bro. I love it. Yo, he the only one I want to hear his song. Everybody else, I want to hear it to laugh. He the only one when this yo when this album come out, we gotta play it on the show. Did they say the name of his song? 
um i don't know when the album come out full cover press volume one we 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 play it on the show dog i'm cool with it remember me from the Jawan Howard, <laughs> this nigga gonna snug in the studio with that edge up, making everybody think he young. Man, if he don't got no suit on, I'm not gonna believe him. He a grown ass man, dog. <laughs> Somebody granddaddy out here. <laughs> Get your granddaddy out there, Mike. Remember me, ha 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 ha. What was my line again? I forgot. <laughs> Five minutes. Well, my name is Jawan. I'm the best. <laughs> That's how this shit gonna be. <laughs> well, my name is Jawan, and I'm here to say I like basketball in a major way. <laughs> <laughs> I got bad. I got bad knees. No surgery, cause I'm not in the league. <laughs> now do your edge up. Need, do your edge this up. This clip need to be at the barber shop. What time now, y'all? <laughs> what? This old ass thing about to be rapping. I gotta hear some of his bars. Hold on. From the fat bar, hoop dreams, Wolverine, Jersey number five. The heat is on, here I come to warm bona fide. I miss my grand- first time I heard the track, I was pumped. I was excited. I thought it was. He just yelling too, dog. He like, like, there's no like, uh, variance in the way he's talking. That shit is just tra- number five in the league, and I'm having fun. Everybody better go outside and run. <laughs> like he just he he can't he can't break up his cadence or his volume of his voice. Has Juwan never been poor? Uh, I don't know, I man. Is, what is he gonna rap about? Um, the suburbs with him and Grant. I don't know. I mean, I don't know his life like that, honestly. Jalen Rose is broke. I was excited. I thought it was a club banger. It was slamming. And then, let alone for me to be on the track, have the opportunity to rap on this track, it's like a no-brainer. Taking off, I'm on the ride. I hustle every day. Ricky, I'm a I think it's the best of both worlds, balled up into just one big package of explosive hip-hop, good, clean, fun music. Understand that we found just to get up. Get up. We learn to fly. You know, I get having mm-hmm. Steven Jackson on there because he actually raps. Right. Uh, did these other guys ever put out anything? First like, of all, let's can we do a, a, a short list of who our most wanted rap NBA rappers would be? Uh, Steven Jack, number one. Stack Jack, number one, period, right? Uh, gotta have Stack Jack. Ron, Ron, Ron. Oh, Meta, Meta World Peace gotta be on there, dog. I yep. cry for Mike. I cry for Mike. Yeah, like they don't have Run Run and uh Stack Jack. This whole thing invalid. Uh, you know who my sleeper is, dog? That goddamn white chocolate man. <laughs> you gotta go find Jason Williams. I bet Jason Williams got some good ass country white boy raps, man. Yep. yep. I'll get white um, chocolate on the mic. Iverson, I'd like to see the AI. Oh, yeah, you gotta get Jules. You know, that's what he was going by when he was rapping. Jules. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think, Shaq? Would you get Shaq on there? I wouldn't, just cause. He, yeah, I never liked Shaq. Just cause he want Kobe to taste his ass. I never liked Shaq, but I would get Shaq and Kobe on here, um, uh, just because of the niggas I just heard. They they better than him. Kobe had to give it approval. 
Yeah. Kobe, Kobe I had to be like, yeah, I want Shaq on here. Otherwise, no. Kobe would do his whole rap in Italian. <laughs> Don't even be trying to do no English shit. Yep. Uh, who else? Um, what's see? the dude that hang out with uh, Kendrick Lamar? That can you know? Schoolboy Q. No, Kendrick Lamar oh. had a rap song about him. He played for Orlando. Um, uh, Aaron Aflalo. Yep. I just just cause he cool. Okay. Just, just Put him he, on now. Just cause he got he got um he got a shout out. I got to see what he doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Trying to think who else got some little street cred out for that might be able to rap, man. Um, uh, I know Barry Davis can't really rap. He tried. He was terrible. <laughs> um, st- oh, Telfer. What about Telfer? We gotta get we gotta get our boy back. Um, Christopher. Uh, he went to Michigan. What's his name? Uh, Chris. Um, not Chris Webber. Yeah, Chris Webber. He tried to rap, dog. Really? Oh, I missed. Yeah, that. he tried to rap, man. What's the NBA rap? Uh, you what know about, they had an album, right? What about, no, what about Sebastian Telfair? Can he rap? He seemed like he ought to be able to rap. Uh, it seemed like yeah, Sebastian Telfair might be able to rap. He man. seemed like he should be able to rap. Uh, Jason, I know Jason Kidd was uh, like he tried to rap. Like, nah, I don't want to hear Kid. Dog, it was so bad. The NBA rap album, it was so bad. I feel like Josh Mills should be able to rap. Yeah, Josh Smith seemed like he had bars too. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a real hot sixteen. He's, yeah, he should be able to rap. Uh, yeah, basketball's best kept secret was the name of the album, dog, and this should have stayed a motherfucking secret. Uh, where is it, where is it at? Oh, they don't have it on Spotify. Oh no. I'm trying to think of any other um. She, I'd like to hear Rasheed spit a bar too. Yeah, I'm sure that like, I he he would have to rap with Red Man. <coughs> yeah, like there would it would just have to be a song with him and Red Man going back and forth. Here, here it is, dog. Uh, Dana Barrels, check it. <laughs> Dana Barrels. How old is he? This, this song old, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> don't... <laughs> All these things old. I had to be in like elementary or middle school when Dana Barrows was playing. (laughs) Yo, they got the video on YouTube, man. I gotta play this, dog. Uh, I don't know how long the day show gonna be. Y'all give a fuck, though. I gotta listen to this. This is a good palate cleanser. Soundtrack that actually had good music on it. I got spray from the blood rushing through my brain. It's no surprise when I feel my tip was about to rise. I'm about to snap, so you better give me boom. I'm blowing up on the hit when they go boom. Mad those water made when I played. Huh. Yeah, no, 
never had I'll no pass on day dance. Pain. I stay strapped. Mad brothers want to stop to this. My BMW was hard to miss. I'm about to blast like the homicidal psychopath. The boom bash the hall when you feel the rap. The idiotic a part of me I can't resist. My mentality is local. What somebody else said, hold your head, son. Is, uh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and they're black, and I'm black, y'all. Yeah, this I pass on. Not a fan, not a fan of checking by Dana Barrows. Mm-hmm. What about Lost in the Sauce by Malik Silly? Uh, I don't know. That sounds like something like he like he liked to drink, drink a little bit. Oh, uh, he man. might be he might be pretty good. Lost in the sauce by Malik Silly Dog. It sounds like, yeah, why did this just make the official NBA joint? Shouldn't this be bad? Big Malik, what's going on, baby pa? Chilling, Alamo, what's up? I'm maintaining, man. Remember back in the day before we got to where we at right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Moms used to be on your back. Pops put you on punishment and everything, man. Nah, Make you study and hit them books and everything. Those are the good old days, you know what I'm saying? So why don't you let them know how I used to be back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Man, listen. Until I realized that I had a special gift. It wasn't all a bowl of cherries for me to cope with. Everything that I like <laughs> I made sure I felt out the situation to not go the wrong route. And with that... It- <laughs> Yo, he was rapping like it's 1984 and rap just started. I feel like he gave himself an accent, too, that he didn't have when yeah. he was having a regular conversation. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, well, you know how that is. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it's quite perturbing when your parents want to punish you for things you do as a youth. <laughs> did, they, did they hit play on that track? He's like, oh, I woke up in the morning one day. I was walking down the street and I say. <laughs> I give thanks to my pops and my moms for extending their loving arms. And being strict on me whenever need be Not to hang with the riffraff too frequently They be like, boy, keep your head in the books In a strange way, my mom's always gave me looks Yo, these positive messages are killing me, by the Where way Where did you get this from? Morgan Freeman from <laughs> when he was a principal? <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Lean on me Yeah, lean on me Did he get all his lines from lean on me? Everybody go to school, eat three meals a day Eat fruit, one serving of vegetables. To suggest, son, you got potential. To be an instrument, too. Part in the silly name. <laughs> that shit did around. I, I think he was getting ready to stop, and he was like, oh, wait, I got more. <laughs> he I was, can't stop. Enough. Yo, he, he tried to make it rhyme, and it didn't really fit. So he had to keep going. He said, you got potential. To be instrumental, that's not where that's supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, man, this is terrible. I love it. To family, fortunate fame, yeah, this stack that money, kid. So I thought I'd make all play in my career. And thank God, I finally hit. Life's just one big jump shot. You're either on or you might be off. So try to make... I am so mad that this is exactly what you was joking about. Why is this called Lost? In the sauce, though. Dude, he said life is one big jump shot, Justin. Y'all heard him? You was just joking about this. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> what the fuck? Have you heard this before for real? No, I've never listened to any. Unless it was on the video game. <laughs> Holy shit. Dribble, and, and, bounce, spin and with life. in the background. <laughs> and she go, finger roll to your goals. You got a finger roll to your goals. <laughs> crossover, crossover. <laughs> through your legs. <laughs> 
cross over to your success. They <laughs> <laughs> keep, she said, life is one big jump shot, nigga. When you make the team, you get a haircut. <laughs> you gotta buy a traveling suit. You get you a groupie, but you know what's next. You always gotta practice safe sex. Dovetails <laughs> is where we go. I don't tell my wife because she don't need to know. <laughs> dribble, dribble. Crossover, crossover. I jump shoot. I jump shoot. <coughs> Yo, Big Malik. I, first of all, who introduces, who calls another dude Big Malik? Yo, Big Rod. <laughs> What's up, baby pa? <coughs> that that really oh. was slang up north. I didn't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to put this on Twitter, dog. I, they got to know, man. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't need to know. Life. Why are you trying one to ruin people's big day? jump shot. <laughs> you either make it look Malik Silly Bars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I hope he'll troll Twitter like Cujo. Oh, uh, goody. You know, Cujo goody be trolling Twitter, man. Hopefully he think I'm, hopefully he think I'm giving him props. <laughs> I finally hit. Life's just one big jump shot. We either on or you might be off. So try to maintain and refrain from the strain. And don't get lost in the sauce. Life. There you go. That's lost in the sauce. <laughs> Just one big jump shot. Either on or you might be off. So try to maintain and refrain from the strength and don't get lost in the sauce. Life in the Bronx at times was a little shaky. With my peoples, that's real used to make me just no time. <laughs> this shit not even on beat. What did he say? He said what? <laughs> what chilling with my people was something to make me. Life in the Bronx at times was a little shaky, but cooling with my peoples, that's real used to make me just chill. No time. I don't know what he said. <laughs> I'm chilling with my people, that's Williams to make me. I did. Can we can we go to the next song? Nah, no. Please. No stress. Just step to the court and just wait for that. Don't sleep. I, I promise I won't interrupt it anymore. Inside, outside, get just got brothers nationwide. I'm sorry, my name is Malik. My bitches understand. All your thoughts. I'm thinking on you from the dial. I'll stop saying things that are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like like little boys not, shouldn't be provoking the, the grown men to rape them. I won't, I, was, I won't say it again. I promise. Nah, you get some more of the music until you talk. I don't believe your apologies. It's sin, Stephen A. I promise. Oh, I can't take it no more. But if a little boy do got a, a, a fat ass for a kid mm-hmm. and a grown man, a uh, song okay, him, okay. Don't yeah, well, sound like you learned. Who am I to blame the adult? I mean, really. There's still three, do I blame the parents? There's still three minutes left in this song. Or do so. I blame the parents for buying a little kid extra tight pants? I still, mean, who's really to blame? Still three minutes left in this song, so you just want to keep believing that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it. So you misunderstood my words. Oh, oh is <laughs> that what it was? I got a right I like how you say, yeah, a bright future ahead of me and many people know this. No, you didn't, Malik Silly. <laughs> 1994 was about it for you, bro. Yo, I, I was going to say, I, maybe that's when they was giving away NBA cards. Mm-hmm. That's how people know who he is. He played for the Clippers. <clears throat> the whole crew. Yo, he not the dude that died, is he? I don't know. Remember, remember Kevin Garnett had like a friend that died and shit? Who knows? I wonder if that was Malik Silly. can't better, remember. Got to pick better friends. Karma!
dog. The chat, yo, dog. The motherfucking, the motherfucking comments uh, are like. Me. I know the comments going. Damn, on. this baller was an undercover MC. His voice, flow, and delivery was right up there with his b-ball skills. Rest in peace. Oh, so he did that, die. Well, is that shade or, or not shade? I don't know if that comment is sarcasm or not. Yeah, I can't. It's hard to read sarcasm through uh, text. Yeah, I guess he did die, man. May second, two thousand. So, damn, that's crazy, dog. Malik Sealy, life <laughs> think, is one big jump shot. You think this what killed him, Bruh, You are so wrong. Hey <laughs> there. This. I'm wrong. No. I didn't know the you said. The song is wrong. I'm wrong. No. Well, whatever, I, what, whatever, uh, whatever producer said, this is a hit. We got it. Yeah. That's wrong. I'm wrong. No. It's Shaq. Shaq with Ill Al Scratch. Mic check one, two. Al said it all. Hey, yo, Bill, you said it all. Hey, yo, Shaq said it all. Hey, yo, Al, you said it all. Hey, yo, Shaq, you said it all. Hey, yo, Ill, you said it all. Hey, yo, Shaq said it all. Set it off. Well, it's the Mr. Rasty, that's me on Max. Come around my way, AKA Al Scratch. Hey, yo, give me my check. Nah, hold up, Black. Give me that mic check. One, two, it's the shack. Hey, yo, who? Shaquille, fool, you know my style. I'm around my way with Big Ill and Al. Schizophrenic, don't act dumb. Hey, yo, give me my check. One, two, I wanna get something, yo. The bomb in the boom, that's recorder. The thorder, you texting in my section, man, slaughter. Pop in the tape, pop up the transistor. Yo, this one not that bad. Look that shit first. Said, this go like this. I want to say one, two, one, two, one, two. And we're going. And my man, I dunk it on you. Uh, go LA. Go Kobe. Have my attitude. And I love my wife, Sonny. This one not nearly as bad as the last two. I like that. What, Shaq and the one like, You Can't Stop the Rain or something yeah, like that? Yeah. That that's about the only song he's done. That I, I like that that Foosh Niggas joint he was on. But he was on that song. I don't go. 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 I I'll be damned. Yeah, what sure. about Flo on Cedric Sabalas and Warren G? Oh, Cedric Sabalas rap. I, that's, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna back on board. I believe I think this, this one right might, have might real, be decent. This one might have a real video. Let me see. This one might be decent. <clears throat> Oh, Lakers, what's up? How much money do you make? Don't ask him that yet. Uh, do you have a girl? Man, hold up. This supposed to be teaching kids lessons, right? <laughs> nope, not. Why does this? This got Cedric Sabalas in it, man. He fucked them kids. Hey, man, hold up. This supposed to be teaching kids lessons. This nigga started surrounded by hoes. <laughs> surrounded. Wait, 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 wait. These are just a stable of young ladies. A that, sea of hoes. That, you know, may or may not have sex for, you know, famous people for money. I'm, you know. Who am I to judge? Yeah. Oh, my God. They just happen to all be dying pieces. And they all happen to just, you know, first question is how much money do you make? That's oh, this nigga is... This is so reprehensible. Hey, kids, go to the NBA so you can get all these hoes. But uh, stay in school and uh, you know, eat your vegetables. You know, actually, if that would have, <clears throat> if that was the message they were sending out, had I seen this, I might would have worked on my jump shot. They were already sending that message. 
Is that, um, that's Warren G, Ray? Warren to the motherfucking G is what that is. It's like D Ray right there. I wonder if these are the same women that was in the car with him when he got jacked and regulate. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they probably don't. jacked him because he has his Duke jersey on. They breaking my they breaking myself. Can't believe they taking one as well. Oh, this nigga got robbed. Hold on, player. I'm, I'm doing a little something-something here. Okay? Just hold on. Just... I don't give a damn who you play for. The Lakers, David Stern ain't out here. Let's ball, big boy. That's what Warren G look like. Never saw him. I guess. I don't know. What's up, big boy? You playing or what? I ain't out here just playing for nothing. Damn, Warren G short. We play for whatever. You the big NBA star. Okay, you know, is he short or is Cedric DeVille 6'8"? Like, he might not be I that short. I thought it was um guard. I thought it was like 6'2". Nah, he's taller than that. Look at him. I think he's like 6'8". I think he's a small forward. You want facts? Come on, man. Oh, sorry. You got some big clips. Oh, shit. The girls are turning into straight up groovy uh, video vixes. Peaceley, no problem, baby. We can play for Peaceley. Let's ball. What? Ball up. Ball up. Now I told you once before, it's the mad punk chicken. Rub stuff, quick duck. Yo, by the way, this is the worst basketball cut scene I've ever seen in my six, life. Six, six, okay. Six, and six. the girls are laughing at them. Mm-hmm. All red bone cuties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made sure they got some light skin ones, didn't they? Natural hair, too. <laughs> <laughs> he say, hold up. I think he said, I got the formula. Mixing up something, take the blunt to the head. And they blanked out blunt, but <clears throat> this is on the NBA album, right? He was crit walking. Take the what to the head, said. See, that's why your ass is down in Miami <laughs> when Magic came back boycotting the shit, riding jet skis, because you was taking the blunt to the head. Should have had your ass in the motherfucking. Down in the Caribbean. Yeah, should have been in the practice facility. You take blunts to the head. Okay. These say like Keith don't sweat, bro. Don't need to break next. Don't need to break next. Just to get my respect, I stay smooth. Until you tried to get on my rough side. What side? Rough side. Who tried to take mine? You start to wonder. I know your name is Stevie. Don't think about it, fool. Because you know you can't see me. 23. The numbers on the team. Hey, dog. First of all, that's a good ass bar. <laughs> I didn't did want to admit it, but I got to. He said, You start to wonder, like Stevie. Don't think you can't see me. Cedric, all right, he all right. Entertaining. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. He is He's an entertainer, naturally. Dog, that is a good bar, man. I didn't want to give him props, but I got to. He still did Stevie Wonder, though, kind of, man. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That West Coast style. Okay. I'm mad. Uh, whoever this Ricky dude is a Duke fan. I'm assuming it has to be Warren G, though, right? 
I don't know. He took the dude's car and his women. I don't remember them doing a wager. It is one. <laughs> Eating winning battles ain't nothing but a chicken wing. I eat them one by one. We can go to the next song. Yes. It's not going to get better than yes, that. Yes, thank you. Anything can happen. Brian Shaw, coach of... All the Lakers? <laughs> Hold up, man. Is he the coach right now? Like, yep, Philly? Did. They offered it to him. Yeah. Brian Shaw, anything can happen. Holy shit, man. This is the best day ever, man. I don't want to talk about no other topics. I just want to listen to these these songs. I don't even like this beat. (laughs) Life is like a boot game. Let me explain. So kick back. Relax and let your mind maintain. Mom used to tell me that it's just a test. And a blessing to be stressing. That's one of life's important lessons. Manipulate the white ball in order to win. Take care of your own and save the eight ball for the end. So what I do, I keep a little pro composure. Developing my skills without no exposure. Born in Oakland, California, raised in Richmond, class of 1983. Smacking up on this coming. Hey, now, hey, hey, you can't be my coach with this. I'm, like, anytime you tell me what to do, I'm going to memorize these bars. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, really work? Uh, you want me to run a pick and roll? Well, back in 82, when I was raised in Richmond, I was like, what? What? How you find out? Everybody's <laughs> finding out now. 48,000 views. I feel like not enough people know. Right, but you just tweeted it. So. Oh. <laughs> I learned the person fit. See, this is shit that keep you from being a coach for Kobe Bryant. Kobe, like, come on, if I can rap better than you, you can't be my coach. Yeah, but he rapping about losing his whole family except his niece. Yeah, his shit's serious, right? Yeah, I don't know. Ryan Shaw a downer, man. This, like, you ain't had no heavy shit to rap about, man. <laughs> Nothing. Like, Cedric rapping about these bitches. <laughs> you, you over here talking. And then my puppy died. That was 1998. <laughs> Gee, but I can let it get the best of me. suicidal. This yeah. is a cry for help. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the saddest shit ever. Why didn't he just not make the album? Why didn't he just not make the album? You know, Brian, we're trying to do something a little uplifting here for the kids. <laughs> yeah, like this. It's like, what's not uplifting about, you know, your kids dying? <laughs> See, it has a death in it. That's what we want to avoid. We want to promote life. Yeah, about everybody dying. Like I don't know. No, he, they should. Somebody should have wrote his lyrics and said, like, if he'd have said they died, I cried. We threw a party, <laughs> and you know something. I don't know. 
Oakland till I die, then, you know, maybe it would have been better. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I actually said Brian Shaw was raping by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Spelled spelled that shit wrong. (laughs) Uh, Let me put that P in there so that uh, people won't get too upset. But, uh, yeah, dog, that that joint is... uh, that's a classic right there, man. Ryan Shaw out here saying sad shit for these kids. No, nah, don't 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 listen to Brian Shaw track. <laughs> uh Chris Mills, something to groove. S U M P T I N Something Chris Mills. Chris Mills. See meals on the mic, let me ignite These lyrical skills that are rhymes so tight Cause I'm a big ball player, yeah. nice rhyme say Hey, this nigga sound boring as fuck He sound like me rapping Wake up, man <laughs> Oh, I'm to stretch Oh, oh, oh um, We rapping? I'm on the mic <laughs> Today I woke up and it's time to rap can we just play today as a good day? And the night. I get skills. And like he bragging about his rap skills, but it's like, let me ignite on the mic. I do what I like. Party all the time. <laughs> like, what's your excuse? Can you wake up first? <laughs> yeah. Go wash your face. I don't feel like you igniting at all right now. <laughs> yeah. Go go wash your face. Uh, brush your teeth. You know this is take twelve. You know this wasn't the first take, dog. <laughs> this is like, it was worse before this. This is the best they could do. They was like, come on, dog. You sound like J. Cole. It see meals on the mic. Let me ignite. These lyrical skills that are rhymes so tight. Because I'm a big ball player. Yeah. Nice rhyme sayer. Yeah. And as you all know, I'm a fly girl layer. Flipping the script on this funky fat track. Brothers can't front, so you better step back. I'm stacking the bills. Using the skills. I'm 24, so you know I'm not over the hill. So chill, the lyrical flow was slow. I'm saying my rhymes <laughs> to my own tempo. I'm seeing me. <laughs> he, he wasn't taking no criticism. <laughs> the thing is. Said you need to speed it up. I mean, Chris, you need to speed it up. Chill, let my lyrical flow is slow. I'm saying my rhymes to my own tempo. Like this other thing, man. He At least Cedric Savalas had something to rap about, which is by getting them hoes. Yeah. These other niggas, like, even Brian Shaw, it, it was a sad story, but he had a story to tell. These other dudes, man, what they what they rapping for? Yep. Did they get paid for this, or they had to pay for it themselves? <laughs> I hope they had to pay themselves. <laughs> they, I hope I, the NBA didn't really pay for this shit. For something to groove to. <laughs> Those kids, I know you know. A jump shot. Brothers know they not to so run up to me because they get dropped. I'm taking this rhyme to another plateau. I don't know, but I flow like fluid. So screw it, flip it, dip it. You can pass the fruit, but you know I won't sip it. I just do it like night. I got a deep psyche. And this track here, I like it like Mike. You can pass the brew, but you know I won't sip it. That's just not a fun line to have at a party, okay? It sounds kind of stupid, actually. Yeah. 
uh next song this is this is pretty you play way too much of his um, chris reels that but that that was good because it was so funny to me that he was trying to be lame but i was waiting to see him get excited but uh it never happened this is jason kidd what the kid did I'm about that life. I hit my wife. I, oh, what? What is it? <laughs> I don't even try. It's the drinking and driving track. <laughs> the what? It's the drinking and driving yeah, track. Don't even try. Just DUI. Why ask why? Try bud dry. Nigga used to date Tony Braxton, dog. No, he did. Yeah, he did. Him, Jimmy Jackson, and uh, fell out over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they was fighting over it. They had, they had to get traded from that Dallas team because that shit. Damn, how many times did he play for Dallas? Uh, twice. So they he has never heard rap before in his yeah, life who was that rapping with him sugar <clears throat> sugar bill money b is the name of that rapper okay <laughs> It wasn't nobody else secret get in collab with him. Nobody. Uh, money V, dog. Jason Kidd voice. This can't be him. It don't even. It's it's him. But just to think that dude would be savvy enough to trick the Nets into letting him go years later. <laughs> Isaiah Ryder. J.R. Ryder had a song. Uh-huh. Now, now, I expect this to be good. Yeah, Am I, I the only it. one? Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating big things from my man J.R. Ryder, dog. Don't let me down. Didn't he go through the legs, dunk it? Yeah. Yeah, I expect big things. Yeah, horrible yeah. shot selection. These are the same reasons I think J.R. Smith would be good. Mm-hmm. At this shit. Yeah, he should be on the list. Oh, yeah, we in the house. It's a lot of West Coast beats. Yeah. I am the young monster presenting the Mac J. Stick. That's how we doing, y'all. Hey, uh, check this out. Anyway, uh, who is you, player? He's from Oakland, Jack California. How you break him off, brother? Vicious. Say what, Jesse? He's from Oakland, California, that's why. Okay. Will you come with the funk or are you faking it? Well, pass the microphone or press it, then I'm going to take it. What? Sometimes I fuck the trip off the trip. That be thinking for a second, think it's really step too thick. It's your beast, fake funk, coming through with some monster yeah. dust. I smoke the monster that takes the right. funk. I ain't no square, and no, I ain't no buster. Brains 
kind of rubble pips players in Lusford. If that open set, the place where I am from. See California niggas, maybe straight drop bombs. Yo, did he just say niggas? See, I like they drop bombs too. Yo, you knew JR would be the one to go over the top. The first involved of the album, J.R. Ryder, of course. It's that open set, the place where I am from. See California niggas, maybe straight drop bombs. Resolving to your teeth now, residing down the streets. Yeah. My folks is 10 feet, so you know we don't sleep. These niggas hit a lick, they got me from my dick. A seven man click with chrome pistol grips. I got two with it that the boots they can't sit, but I don't give up. Wasn't raised like no punk. Nah. Went down that block on that east side of. All right. He nah. can't rap, but I believe everything I he believe just said. He did those things. <laughs> yeah. he, his niggas will drop bombs if you fuck around, okay? Dennis got all night party. Money on the head. Uh, Superman with the Dutch. Yeah, Dennis Scott on NBA TV now. It's my job that I stay on point. 3D rep when you step in the joint. So much fun can make you lose your soul. But I stay cool on lose control. I see this shit. I kind of like his. I don't know what it is about it because he, he's as terrible at rapping as everybody else. But something about like, maybe it's because it it's the first track that's not G-Funk, but it's something about it that fits his personality. Yeah, it fits his personality, but I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's something about it that's just like smooth. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot these jumpers. I ain't playing no defense. <laughs> 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 I ain't busting no sweat. Behind. He wrote that down. He thought that was so hot. He's like, I'll always die here with this. I bet you he got, I know he got at least six, seven children too. By different women. <laughs> How can you tell by listening to this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got about six, seven kids by different women. Look at him. I didn't hear it again. He thought he was, he thought he was cool. No, he wrote that shit down. He thought he was cool. You know he wrote that shit down. He leaned back like, mm-hmm. The hoes gonna love this. Got it. <laughs> oh. From behind, I come to find. Now it's time for some more. Yeah. This right here should have actually 
you know, play this at the old school clubs, things like that. Yeah, I, I like this, man. <laughs> Young boy with an uh, old school club song. You can tell, yeah, I got the light-skinnedest chick possible to sing this, this, this <laughs> chorus. Look at her, y'all. But he sound like a rapper, like he sound familiar though. Yeah. Brothers act steady, and then this all to get ready. That's not nonsense. 3D in effect, and you don't know why. You don't understand about the way I come to jam, and about how hard one can slam. Ain't no mic that you bite the bullet. Source money, rap, bro. I sent it to the bullet. Source money? Peace to my 3D crew. There you go. Now it's hard for you to see me getting capital like PC. Light up the time at all PC. Yo, he took this song over. Like, if he would have rapped the whole song, this song would actually been something. But because this Scott got the first half, this shit, <laughs> nobody ever made it to Sauce Money far before. <laughs> and everybody follow me back to the ghetto to check out my stunts and that stat. Because all you need to know is where the party at. Get your car tonight, get your car tonight. <laughs> going on, going on next door. We're going to the merry-go-round. Living legal at large. What? Why living legal at large, though, dog? Gary Payton. Yeah, Don't why? Play Don't play that, man. Gary Payton, GP. GP, are you with me? We like Gary Payton. We don't want to. Uh... I'm sorry, GP. <laughs> I didn't make you make this shit. Living legal in large, GP's the man in charge. Got a game of Coming up as a jumpster, the G had faith. Spread it, God, that I'm making one day. And now my dreams are lying. My mama used to tell me, you gotta strive and try to be the best that you can be to survive. Now living legal. Hey, all right, hey, this the best song on the album, dog. Nope. This I the best song on the album. Nope. It's, yes, it is, dog. He started with that Jodeci fake ass. Nope. <laughs> Living legal and no, long. Dennis had the best one so far. Who? And Dennis. This I thought you didn't good. like that one. No, I, it was all right. So it, now you like, back? No, I'm saying it was a classic club. I could tell he got six baby mamas. He get, he tried. His whole NBA career was about getting pussy. Um, but this song right here. I don't know if it's gospel. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and come on, man. It's Gary Payton. We want him to be a living legend. Nah, man. This is good. You, you I want hating. him to be the guy. I, I want to remember him as the guy that was like Michael Jordan, not that good. Nah. I can shut him down. This shit could have been on the New Jack City soundtrack, dog. This is good. Living legal in large. Jinpee's the man in charge. He's got a game on you. Listen how he come in so perfect. Coming up as a youngster, the G had faith. I always pray to God that I'll make it one day. And now my dreams are lying. My mama used to tell me, you gotta strive and try to be the best that you can be. So far, now I'm living legal in laws. Got a bad bank account and a bunch of credit cards. Picking the opponents, bomb down on the court. If you wanna harm me, it's cause I love the sport. 
This had the best start to any song. None of these dudes could ever talk trash to me ever on the court. <laughs> like, right now, if I was to come across them, I'd be like, I got them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm checking Dennis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. They, uh, any of these dudes, man, they trash. Like, no. Yeah. But you could tell how old they are, too, by these songs. Gary show me the court. I'm going to be like, yeah, man, I got you, bro. Check up. Um. Uh, Living legal and large. <laughs> How you know about that? <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying, we live in legal and large. Yeah. Growing up in the O, I was on with the A. You're like, come on, man, stop. On my way to the store, just got a page from B-Shaw, my foot, so I know it's time to kick it, cause that's how we live. They should play this at their Hall of Fame reductions, dog. <laughs> uh, coming up next to the stage, Gary Payton. Uh, he had an esteemed career. Uh, Gary, just uh, want to thank you so much. That's what they play at the All-Star Games, when Kenny the Jet be throwing them parties. Yeah. Listen, listen now, I, I want him to be like in the most embarrassing moment. So, be like, <laughs> uh, you know, and I just want to thank my grandmama. Uh, something heaven looking down at me. Thank you, grandma. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for coming out. And everybody start clapping. They'll be like, all right, Gary Payton, everybody. Gary Payton. Living legal in the man. look around. What? Yeah, what? Just look at his face like, man, are they serious? I thought I told y'all to play Keep Your Head Up. Coming up as a youngster, the G had faith. I always pray to God that I'll make it one day. And now my dreams align. My mama used to tell me, you gotta strive. <laughs> Damn, Gary was struggling gotta, with them bars. Got a jumper and a jump shot. <laughs> I got a dribble and a crossover. Man, I hate Malik Silly Dead Dog because that joint might have, it was a, a it's, it's an outside like chance of the best song on the album. But that life is just a jump shot. You either make it or you either own or you're off. If you wasn't dead, man, that that's it. But uh I think I gotta go with Dennis Scott. Now this is the last song, all right? Uh this is Dana Barrels, Cedric Savalas. Then they went and got some real rappers. A G, Grand Poover, and Sadat X. Sadat X, huge homophobe. So hopefully this shit is not gonna be you're not gonna be on this bitch. <laughs> Now, I'm going to tell you one day these faggots was rapping. Which one said niggas on their album again? Niggas. Was that? that was J.R. J.R. Ryder. Okay, here's yeah. number two. Yeah, he number two. That nigga said niggas dropping bombs. <laughs> Damn. David Stern let this happen, man. <laughs> what? Maybe he wasn't the commissioner in 94. Was he the commissioner then? Yeah. Damn it. That's the beat so far. Okay. Top of the key and shoot the street. Clear out the lane, big man. Today's my day and every play's my play. From John Wooden on down to George Ravlin. Never caught for traveling. Put up the braggers. 
Let me see my seat. New York. Yo, he sound worse than the the basketball players. Yeah, him. I, I don't know if it's the beat or what. Isn't that Grand Pooper? That's the Dot X. He oh. sound like y'all beat. City is my first round. Got a whole squad of talent to cast. Everybody could get records. Everybody would just pass. Hit me off. I'm open. I can feel it with this shot right here. The X-Man can seal it. Rugged and wild. Big Vital style. PTP, a, a primetime player. I live in Harlem, been to Philly and Phoenix. My style, you ain't seen it. So let's start the game. Now you can rock it to the east and you can rock it to the west, it's no other. The east coast flows, you know it's butter. I move with the back, east coast, all that. On the mic, mad brother, little shorty, ease back. I box with the clocks, keep the brothers on the... Now, is this Dana Barrows or AG? I don't know who it is. I don't know... Who- <laughs> Apparently, I know it's I know not Grand Poova. Apparently, I don't know any of these guys' voices. <laughs> you can bring your gun because you can't do me nothing. You know the deal, got some mass appeal. When it blows up the steel, rocks wheels to rails. Damn it, brothers never heard about my stamina. Simple, I learned it from never the murder his stamina. He said, did he say Danica? He sounded like he said, niggas never murder my stamina. Up the steel, rocks wheels to rails. Damn it. Brothers never heard about my stamina. Simple. I learned it from the monks in the temple. Word to the monk, they were off the ground. Nigga ain't never, never been to no monks or no temples, nigga. You lying ass nigga. That's the best, yo. I love it. Never would I know that I could kick it like this. Domino's on the beta. East Coast the innovator. So let me kick it now or I can kick it to you later. To be a mad supersonic, but they front it. Kick to the east, up in Philly, now I run it. And just to let you know that the flavor never ceases. Mad love to the east, and to my niggas, I say peace. I think he did say to my niggas, I say peace, though. Mm. I think he might have slid down by the censors. The flavor never ceases. Mad love to the east, and to my really niggas, I say peace. They, were, they wasn't listening to these tracks, man. Nah, nah, they wasn't. They couldn't. Like, they, and you know what it was? They wasn't. David Stern can only listen to 30 seconds. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Thank it's you. like, you don't want to hear the second verse? No, that's just enough. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah, we sent the memoir. I hope they got yeah. it. Second, the, second, the second verse is like, nigga, I'm going to rape so many bitches tonight. I don't give a fuck. Fuck David Stern. I'm doing some coke. Like, you like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Just to let you know that the flavor never ceases. Mad love to the east until my nigga I say peace. Yeah, he definitely said my niggas, dog. That's mm-hmm. must, I think that's AG from Showbiz and AG. Uh, a giant. Yeah, Ken, I don't know who they are. Dig it. It's time to stack the dough real high. With a that's Grand Poover. Now, I want you to notice. Sadai X, AG, and Grand Poover are all rapping. Mm-hmm. That means they know the rap. For the for the basketball players is whack because they put them at the end. The other I've only heard of Grand Poopa in that song with him. On uh, what's the four and one? Mary J. Blige. Yeah, yeah. He also made round and round, and he was in uh, Brand Newbie for a while. Like super fly. Check it. Here comes your number one round champ. Dress honeys once a month like blood cramps. Ooh, I brought covers out like Sherman. I never sweat no stick box. I go out like TV Herman. Like Michael Jackson said, I just beat it. But like Grand Poober say, I'll be damned if I eat it. I smoke mics like stove. If I wasn't on the mic, I'd be in a pros like Monty Bowes. Running point and still smoking joints. Better yet, blunts and still bagging stuff. That's all terrible. 
Since I made it bad at a game, the right brothers got me paid. Then your father made it. Then my pocket got it made fresh. Now I'm kind of hyped, though. Kick the stuff you like, though. Many try to copy on the ice, can do it right, though. After hours underground, flex for your day. Talking smack up on your breath, be just so I can hear ya. Many try to battle me, I'm cooling with the smile. Yeah, dog. These niggas really not. In the same league. And you know the thing too, man, for these dudes <clears throat> to actually have real rappers on it, you think it'd be a better quality album. It's really so bad. Even the, like the mics and everything. Yeah, man. like it's terrible. This, like, but, um. And I mean, that's after three people with good mics just rapped. And then you come on, you're like, everybody go, I got to handle responsibilities. And then I'm gonna, it's like, dude, speak up, enunciate, get into the mic, eat but, the mic. But Dennis, Dennis Scott stole? Oh, no, nah, that's the, that's that fire. Just like Janet, quick to keep that ass, y'all gon' wait a while. Surprise, surprise, like Homer, take a whiff of the aroma. Yes, my monkey nuts get monkey. He said, I'll get that ass and I won't wait around. Is David Stern? He didn't make it past three minutes, that's all. He waited right till the NBA people started rapping. He was like, oh, that's enough, that's enough. Is this what Mystical got his inspiration? Maybe. Yeah, not a double tongue, but drop the check and then I bring it first. She found my take, you take it home, you study and try to sing it. And she who's out to take my style is you, I'm out to clobber. I can busy like a boozy boozy. They call me Bolo. No more of the old stuff, it's the new shot, just the rough style. Who wanna battle? I'm sick of niggas talking up, pop it, mouth. It's the Bolo, she said, they call me Bolo, something, something, something. Yeah. I'm sick of niggas talking. <laughs> I'm sick of I, I shoot them rough, pal. Yeah, sick of niggas talking enough something. Wow. This shit got ridiculous, dog. Where are they now? From digging in the crates to fast breaks. Just pass the rock because I got what it takes. Lay up the track, don't to rap. You had to take it back to basketball, dog. <laughs> Real quick, man. It got two gangsters. Free throw lines, three pointers, and half court. <laughs> Run suicides every day <laughs> with the sport. Foot the coach. The ill stuff. Don't look past behind the back. Hip hop and hooping, it's all the same. You gotta use your tools, always stay in the game. Mind frame focus, you can't bombard me through the air like Michael. So why you trying to guard me? Stutter step, hit you with the pump left. Wait, hold up, wait. You play basketball, sir. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Michael Jordan was still in the league. <laughs> Through the air like Michael, so why are you trying to guard me? No, Dana Barrels, why are you trying to guard Michael Jordan then? How you gonna use another nigga in your profession as the metaphor, bro? Maybe this was when Jordan was going up against Cleveland. 94? This was this nigga was probably winning championships. Oh, yeah, 94, yeah, he was winning there. He was like, I'm the best in the game, like Michael Jordan. He had already won two by then, right? Yeah, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? They're not even teammates, he just giving the, he just on his dick. <laughs> this is the best day ever. Like Michael, so why you trying to guard me? <laughs> hit you with the pump left, hit the punch line, won't miss because it's punch time. The big man is in the. He only saying shit that Mike can do. Then I jump for the free throw line and dunk on your team. <laughs> Double pump on Craig Evelo. <laughs> Maybe he didn't have cable, so he missed. <laughs> I put 
63's up on the Celtics. <laughs> he missed he missed those games. This was back before they had the review film like that. Oh shit. That's the only thing I can think of. Why would you why would you possibly say that on your rap album about you being a basketball player, man? Oh. It's like they had a rap album with podcasters and I came on there and was like Cause we all know, we all know that Kevin Smith is the best. Like, <laughs> why are you? Why would I do that? We about talk about me. Hey, you can't stop me. You think you are when you ain't. They must thought he was retiring. Then they came back, got got them, got three more rings. Jump shot, shoot. Jump shot, and I shoot. I jump and, and I shoot. Oh, that was so fun, man. Oh, um, uh, listen. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do the new album now. Uh, oh, no, nah, we doing it. Oh, we know. definitely doing it. I don't know. Uh, they ruined it for me. Uh, it was so bad. I'll try to wrap up these quicker stories. It was so bad, man. That is it the was, worst shit I've ever heard so in my terrible. life. And I can't they, believe they're doing this again. Like Sean Marion. Yo, who listened to this and was like, we need to do this again? Sean Marion, Dana Barrow, same person. Same person, man. Oh my God. Oh. He out here. <sighs> the booze out here stealing lyrics. Dan Levitard tried to buy a, uh ad in the paper that said, for Cleveland, it said, You're welcome, LeBron, with two, <laughs> two championship wings. And it says, Sincerely, Miami Heat fans. And the Cleveland Flame Dealer politely declined to run the ad. That would have been so much fun, though. So, wow. that is so petty. Wow. He was doing that for Poppy, man. Yeah. Poppy, was... Poppy told him to call. He was doing it for his dad. You know, you, your daddy tell you to do something, you got to do it. It don't matter what age. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch ended that holdout. Uh, duh. <laughs> what the fuck was he going to do? He didn't have no options. <laughs> but didn't they call his mama? <laughs> Probably. He says they called his mama. They really called his accountant. <laughs> they were mm-hmm. like, uh, you owe us a check. I'm such, such. Just make it out to. Uh... <laughs> his mama is his accountant. <laughs> <laughs> uh violet palmer <laughs> is getting married to her longtime partner because she's gay <laughs> nice i just i just hope it's not a bad call like most of the ones she makes in the game what does she look like is she attractive violet palmer you don't know what the nba ref violet palmer i forget i'll be paying no attention oh her oh no. yeah good luck yeah. have fun <laughs> that's all you got to say man what does her partner look like i mean congratulations she probably got a bad bitch. They, didn't they change to North Carolina where they can get married now? Uh, I don't think so. Nah, we had that vote and they lost. It was uh, pretty I thought, sad. I thought they just um, recently said they ruled it unconstitutional that they. Oh, in, in North Carolina, yeah. I hope so. I hope that was, that's awesome, man. I, I hope you're right. Uh, I don't see no pictures of her with her partner. By the way, I just see a bunch of pictures arguing with these niggas. She like I wish with that pink thing around her, a little light. She look light skin right there, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I mean, I always thought she was sexy because power is sexy to me, you know, so mm-hmm. personally, uh, by the way, if you put Violet Palmer, the first search comes up is the third search is worse rather than ABA. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I wonder, uh, I wonder if they got pictures of her own woman. Oh, uh, oh, this, hold on. This look like, is this, uh. She kind of look like Jamel Hill a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> well, no way. And so you're waiting on this yeah, show. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's what's going on. I, just, that Jamel Hill. I thought it was her for a second, but it's not. It's not, guys. It's not her. I don't know anything about that lady. 
She's a very nice person. I respect her, and she's my friend on Twitter. They think I'm reckless. I follow her back. We go together. <laughs> we both think PF Chains is overrated. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's see what else he got. Uh, NBA Players Union elect the new executive director, Michelle Roberts. She a woman, y'all, and she black. Be mad about it. <laughs> Other people was, the people was mad. I, I was reading it like, why? Black house. I was like, why are people so mad about this? Does it even, is it because she a woman? And I saw a picture. I was like, oh, she's black. Okay. Stackhouse, man, he was angry about that shit. He started Stack. talking shit about Chris Paul and everything. He's like, this is why we need to punch these bitches in their face. I'm like, y'all work for the same organization. This, this is why Ray Rice was right. The NCAA settled a head injury lawsuit. $70 million. Don't seem like a lot. Don't seem like enough, does it? <laughs> Because it's 70 million players. A.K.A. one bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> they said they're going to do a study to find out which players have will undergo testing to determine if they had brain trauma. And then what? Yep. They be like, oh, you got it. All right, man. Well, good luck. Are you going to give them health insurance? Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck with that, bro. After they, you know, after they college career, for those that don't make it to the NFL, minimum right. they get health coverage. Unlike a proposed settlement in a similar lawsuit against the NFL, the deal does not set aside any money to pay players who suffer brain trauma. Instead, athletes can sue individually for damages. The NCAA-funded tests that would gauge the extent of neurological injuries could establish grounds for doing just that. Now, here's the problem with this. It could end up like what happened with R.J. Reynolds last week, where they actually had a, 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 a lawsuit thrown out, like where you, the class action lawsuit was thrown out, but the court ruled that you could individually sue them. Mm-hmm. And then somebody just made like some crazy fucking amount of money suing them. And it's only the first person of a whole lot of people that gun sue them. So maybe it'll hurt them in the long run. But right now that don't sound like enough, bro. And 70 that million. Got to be able to afford the lawyer too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying it, lawyers going to start lining up, finding players to sue them, man. Uh, to guard against um, the another bullying scandal, NFL teams are holding sensitivity sessions during training camp. Uh, such guidance could be valuable for the St. Louis Rams, even if by all accounts they have welcomed Michael Sam to the fold. So it sounds like they don't even need it, it there, but they're going to be doing it all over the NFL. And I hope they do, man, because you know somebody's going to try it. Mm-hmm. And cameras and microphones are everywhere. Somebody going to fuck around and say something homophobic to that dude, and it's going to be caught on mic. And they're going to end up getting in trouble. They're not going to play it. They're just only going to show the fight if it reacts in that way. Yeah, I'm just saying, with live shit on the air now, remember when we didn't think they had the audio of um, what happened between uh, Richard Sherman and Michael Crabtree? It just took a while to come out. But then within a couple of days, it was like, oh, here's actually when he walked over and tried to congratulate him. And here's the audio. So, I, man, these dudes better be careful, man. Don't go out there thinking they're not, well, the league don't want to show no homophobic shit, so they won't show it. Man, please. Fox News, don't, Fox don't give a fuck about that. Yep, TMZ Sports. Yeah, TMZ don't give a fuck. They will find the audio and have your ass out here calling people faggot, and you'll be done. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait. The worst hazing Ram rookies face is toting veteran players' helmets off the fat practice field. Coach Jeff Fisher says no one is made to sing at dinner time. Yeah, we have a philosophy about that. The rookies are here to help us win, and if you treat a rookie like a rookie, he's going to inevitably do something stupid and act like a rookie. Man, Jeff Fisher was a, a good choice uh, as a coach to pick him to go there. Can you imagine if he was with the Dolphins? <laughs> like, yeah, man, we put dildos in his locker, and uh, 
<laughs> kick some gay porn like we played on them uh, when we watched the film session. I mean, we just bros be bros. Yeah. I mean, I call him brother. He calls me brother. We're like best friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that faggot. Oh, what? <laughs> I can't say it's some of my best friends are fags. Yeah. I mean, he's cool with it. Yeah. He, he lets me call him faggot all the time. I'm just a bro. What's wrong with that? Oh, here you guys go. The media making something out of nothing. Ask him. Just ask him. Tony Dungy was right. Tony Dungy was right. Just ask him. Josh Gordon has a new high-profile teammate to help him fight the NFL, facing an indefinite suspension for marijuana use. Cleveland's talented receiver has hired attorney Maurice Sue to oh. represent him as a, at his appeal hearing with the league this week. Well, if you want to get a lawyer, at least his last name is Sue. Should have got uh, Ricky Williams. A per- person familiar with the decision told the Associated Press Sue, who helped the Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman win an appeal for a suspension in 2012, will be with Gordon in New York on Friday. According to the person who spoke with the Associated Press on Tuesday, on condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity, sensitive nature of the talks. Seattle State failing the drug test, man. They do, and they stay getting the play. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> they had, what, six players last yeah, year? Yeah, dog. Them niggas stole that championship. <laughs> they juiced up. That nigga, they stay, they stay, uh, they stay enhanced. Peyton Manning was out there like, God damn, these niggas are fast. I, I think faster than the ball. <laughs> you got to test him it. Man, you gotta start testing Seattle every half. <laughs> every half, man. Hey, it was like, how the fuck they beat the ball to the player? <laughs> the ball? Like, I can see them beating the players, over, but damn, they beat the ball to the spot. <laughs> <clears throat> niggas is hitting so fast and hard. <laughs> niggas was like, god damn, these are some, this like fighting the planet of the apes. <laughs> I bet you almost caught them. <laughs> they was like, man, <laughs> them niggas was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know he was calling them niggas when he got home. You know it. it His wife's like, what's wrong? Honey, I just never seen niggas that fast. <laughs> uh-huh. I bet Peyton Man and not racist, but it, it's funny to make them racist in my, in my, in my jokes. <laughs> Peyton Man being racist would be the greatest thing ever, dog. <laughs> Nigga get home and start calling us niggas and shit, man. I'm like, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was too good to be true. <laughs> the Messiah! <laughs> good God, those niggas are fast. <laughs> you know he said it. <laughs> you know when he got home and watched it again, you know he said it. See? Look right there, look right there. I released the ball out of my head, and that monkey <laughs> made it downfield before the ball. Oh. What is he, from Kenya or something? <laughs> Talking about his own players and shit, too. <laughs> Catch the ball, nigger. Damn. Oh. Demarius Thomas, you got to catch the goddamn ball. Goddamn Porsche monkey. Use your goddamn eight <laughs> hands and opposable thumbs to catch the goddamn ball. <laughs> oh, man, the media is killing me. Uh, according to the person who spoke to the AP, Gordon will contend that failed test results were caused by secondhand smoke marijuana. That good luck, man. Uh, here's the thing, though. Sir. I hope it's right, man. But good luck. So you know, people always be like, "Man, you can't get high off secondhand smoke from marijuana." Mm-hmm. But it is a real thing with cigarettes, right? So why is it not applicable to marijuana? Yeah, I don't get it either, man. Um, they I even have thirdhand smoke for cigarettes. They actually have some of the uh, hearing live on Hi, the everyone. on the <laughs> right now. My name is Thurgood. Hi, Hi, Thurgood. Thurgood. 
I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. You went here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? No. No, no I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Who's this man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a pretty hard hearing to, to get through. Uh, <clears throat> Roger Goodell st- uh, talked about the Ray Rice's vision. Uh, he basically said it was real tough, and he's impressed with Ray and the sense that Ray is not only accepting the issue but saying I was wrong. So. Okay. Why did double down? What are you supposed to say? You only gave him two games. What are you gonna say? Whoops. <laughs> Shit. Let one go. My bad, y'all. Is this Ray Rice's first time being in trouble too? Yeah. Dwayne Wade is supportive of LeBron. Um, cause he has to be. What the fuck else is he gonna say? Like, people like I'm not sure what LeBron got on. Kind of fly. He said he knew he was gonna leave the whole time though. Yeah, he told him once he once that break baby came out, he was like. Man, look, I can't have my wife down here and you doing shit like this in Miami. This is not good for my family. Yeah, that's a goddamn lie. He ain't telling shit. <laughs> Nigga wouldn't have opted out that 42 mil if he knew the whole time. <laughs> Talk about he had a feeling. You ain't had no fucking feeling, nigga. $42 million over feelings? Ain't no, ain't enough feelings in the world, my brother. Ain't enough feelings in the world. You knew that nigga was leaving. You were like, uh, I don't know why y'all looking at me. Salty just like Pat Riley salty. Yeah. Pat Riley talking about, I didn't, I, I didn't know either. As his friend, I'm just supportive. As crazy as that might sound, I'm supportive of my friends doing what makes them happy. Obviously, same thing with him in this situation. You gotta do what makes you happy. Selfishly, do what makes you happy. The decision to go home, back home was that. So, low key, you said it was selfish. Man, they not friends anymore either. <clears throat> like, you know, at first I was like, oh, they might still be cool. They not friends no more. LeBron not, listen. Mm-hmm. So, See if y'all still talk after he go. See how often y'all call each other on the phone. Not that. He's not allowed to call the house. Like, it's not mm-hmm. blocked, but he ain't answering the phone either. Like, he don't have LeBron house number anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it rings, it consistently goes to voicemail. So, Man, Savannah, what's what's one LeBron White Savannah? Yeah, she ain't playing that. Uh, what you think about y'all boys, the Lakers going after Michael Beasley? Um, uh, I'm okay with that. He got he stayed out of trouble in Miami. He was getting buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like him better than Boozer, Actually, he'll be more fun. Him and Swaggy P on the court at the same time. What? <laughs> what? Pure entertainment. Showtime for real then. Yo, John Abraham, Pro Bowl linebacker for the Cardinals, got found dead today? What? Well. Nah, that can't be right. That, what? Did this, no, this is right? No, oh, passed out. Found no, passed out. No, it's not, no. <laughs> An officer found Arizona Cardinals Pro linebacker John Abraham passed out behind the wheel of his black Dodge Challenger around 4 p.m. Eastern time. 4 p.m.? Damn. Shouldn't he been in practice? Uh, in the intersection in Atlanta suburb after he had left the Pink Pony Strip Club. God damn. <laughs> they went for the lunchtime buffet, man. Yeah, and got so drunk he passed out. He's a, but, he got arrested on a DUI. But he plays for the Cardinals. Why was he in Atlanta? Uh, I don't know. Didn't you say Cardinals, though, right? Yeah, Arizona Cardinals pro linebacker. But he was arrested in Atlanta? In Atlanta, yeah. June 29th. 
should have been at practice. That was a month ago. They wasn't having. Um, I have no idea. The, they was having the voluntary um, workouts then. Should have volunteered his ass up then. Should have been at practice. Including that, it took several officers several minutes to wake Abraham, whose speech was very mumbled at the time. Alcohol poison. Uh, he rambled while speaking. Abraham said he had two drinks. Okay. These niggas, yo. Here's the thing, man. If he technically not driving, like if he was just sitting there chilling, is that DUI worthy? Uh, I think it I think it only matters if they can prove you were driving at some point, and he must have drove from the strip club to wherever he stopped. According to him, he asked somebody coming to pick him up as a designated driver because he didn't feel safe to drive and didn't want to drive, uh, but the person never showed up, so he said, fuck it. YOLO. <laughs> he failed a series of sobriety tests, including, damn, 4 p.m., and you still fell in? Well, how fucked up were you? I mean, well, they started serving drinks at 10, so, you know, I had at least two or three every hour. Right, I, mean, I had two or three drinks the first 20 minutes I was there. <laughs> but for every drink I had, I had a sip of water. They should be like, how many drinks did you have? Uh, that I remember? <laughs> two. After that, shit. Who knows? Look at my tab. Um, finally, they finally gave up, uh, when he couldn't do the alphabet C through X. So they were like, say the alphabet A, B, C, instead of like, say it backwards and say, say alphabet C through X. I can't say the alphabet backwards. Can you? No, hell no. That's always been a, that's just been a trick. They, they try to say that when they want to take you downtown. Say the alphabet backwards, man. Just fucking put the heck up. <laughs> God damn. I can't do that sober. But yeah. Alphabet C- backwards. Fuck your mother. Right. That's, that's the alphabet. You backwards. know what? Fuck you, honky pig. Just take me to the back of the car. But C2X, like, in that bag. <laughs> like, you just gotta not say AB and you'll be fine, right? Yep. Maybe, um, maybe it's harder than I think. Let me see. C, D, E, F. Yeah, it's easy. Just, so just start with C. Well, I don't know. He what couldn't do that. He was, maybe he's like Rashard McCants and someone else was writing his papers. Oh, okay. And he didn't learn anything. When, when, when asked, Tuesday, uh, whether Abraham's DUI in June is the reason the Pro Bowl linebacker is in the training camp, Coach Cardinals coach Bruce Arians said no comment. But Arians said he has known about it and was in Georgia at the time of his, the arrest. Uh-oh. Everybody was in Georgia, huh? As leader of the team, it can be a distraction, but the guys on this team won't let it be. He said at the end of the day, John has taken care of himself. Whenever he comes back, we'll be more than happy, but he'll be walking with open arms unlike a gay player. He made a mistake. Said, and wait, wait, wait. Huh? They said they'll have open arms unlike a gay player? I added that. <laughs> oh, okay. He made a mistake and he's still our brother. <laughs> he made a mistake and he's still our brother unlike those gay cocksmokers. <laughs> You're just so making we'll, sure I was paying attention, what? <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to love on him. We'll have, no wonder they don't want gay people in the locker room. I didn't make that up. No wonder they don't want gay people in the locker room. They're scared that it's going to get misinterpreted. He made a mistake. He's still our brother, so we'll have to love on him. We'll have to care for him, and hopefully he won't make this mistake again and put this negative light on the Arizona Cardinals football team. We're looking to move. We're looking to move forward from it. <clears throat> we can't wait to get him back to just just to see what kind of health and condition that he's in. We're hoping that he can put up another double digit sack season. Of course you are. That's the whole reason that y'all okay with this shit. Well, yeah, John Abraham. Um, Super super extreme DUI. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a super extreme DUI, you get out the car, there's a guitar lick play. At least he just didn't have a crash bandicoot car accident along with it. 
The Cowboys sent out playoff tickets with their season tickets this year. <laughs> I guess we'll all be surprised together that <laughs> y'all not, niggas didn't make it again. I mean, why why don't they give their fans a real gift? Like, they are a running joke. You know what else? I'm sending out vouchers for uh, a million dollars to all my friends. <laughs> Everybody get a million dollars uh, at Christmas this year, so... Uh, you're welcome. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, get your get your playoff tickets. Man, Unless on. they playoff tickets to like a Patriots game. <laughs> yeah, all expense paid. Yep. Maybe the uh maybe Houston. Maybe they, maybe they tickets to the Houston because they'll probably make it this year. Yeah, that's what it is. It's playoff tickets to like Indiana. <laughs> like yeah, New maybe. Orleans. That's close. Maybe they'll. <laughs> New yeah, if I want to see a playoff team, I wouldn't be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> okay, so t- just chill out. <clears throat> um, yeah, but that's um, that's a waste of money. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what what happens when they don't make the playoffs and somebody sues? Yeah, can I get my money back for my playoff tickets? No, no, that false advertising oh yeah and i had family they took time off work like emotional distress i bought memorabilia i want my money back one of the tickets is to the nfc championship game (laughs) (laughs) a game that they haven't played in since the 1995 season man they might not be able to beat anyone in the nfc right (sighs) they can't beat washington they can't beat the eagles this is why they failed maybe they can beat the giants okay the NBA is talking about um, a longer All Star break. I don't. I don't really care. Yeah, don't do it. They already get uh, what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's- yeah, I, I don't care. Um, Mo Williams is joining the Timberwolves. Now you think that means they're going to try to trade him to Cleveland since LeBron played with him before? Cleveland will take him too. Mm-hmm. I hate Mo Williams. Never liked his game. Yeah, me neither. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves are claiming they want Thaddeus Young. They want everybody, don't they? Man, if they don't stop lying, these <laughs> niggas trying. They keep coming up with. We don't really want to trade with you, Cleveland. Anyone could. Anybody wants Kevin Love? Just give them nigga to Cleveland. And stop lying. Cleveland fucking up their roster. I know, but they don't care. Like no one's gonna give them a better deal than Cleveland. The Spurs denied Mono Ginobili uh uh ability to to go home Smart. and play for his. Home team in the Olympics. Smart. He just had a stretch. What, he had a, a crack in his leg mm-hmm. <laughs> just a few months ago? Smart, tell him to sit his ass down somewhere. That's why Pop is the best. RG3 played before he was ready last year. <laughs> and news that surprises nobody. <laughs> yeah, who was writing these articles? We we noticed, guys. We, we watched the games. <laughs> General Manager Bruce Allen said it. Uh, he should not have opened the season as a starter a year ago. Not because his knee was re- wasn't ready, but rather because of his game. Yeah, okay. His game that was based on his knee. His knee wasn't ready either, man. Yeah, come on, man. They always got to make an excuse, man. Um, so, Some reporter got caught stealing from a Twitter account all his breaking news. He, uh, his name's Jim Bowden. He was stealing news? Yeah, he had an online meltdown after being caught stealing. <laughs> from a fake Twitter account, uh, attempting to pass it off as someone else's scoop or uh, as his own without attribution to uh, the, the source. 
It's frowned upon in the business, so Bowden's going with the old reliable hacking defense. He said he was hacked, y'all. Last night, an ESPN spokesperson sent us this in response to our inquiry. Jim tells us his account was hacked. He reached out to Twitter and likely will establish a new account. Sirius XM, on which Bowden co-hosts a radio show, has yet to get back to us. Below the trade deadline saga of Jim Bowden, fake, fake Joel Sherman, Marlon Bird, and Ralph. Um, let see. So, yeah, he got caught. Hashtag Philly send of off send offensive field uh offensive fielder. Is that what OF is? Yep. Uh Marlon Bird to the Yankees for infielder. No, you said Oh, I'm an outfielder. outfielder to for infielder pro- prospect, Carlos Guzman. Um two minutes later Bowden tweeted Bird to the Yankees. He did not credit who he thought was Sherman. This was no question Bowden's Twitter account. It has ninety two thousand followers and it's still the one linked to endorse. It spread quickly, except the real Joel Sherman shot everything down. This is a fake account that has me saying Marlon Bird to the Yankees. I am not reporting that. So, okay. Then he panicked. He first deleted his Twitter photo. So, at Jim Bowden, ESPN had an egg avatar and looked fake. He then transferred his account to Jim Bowden DIV, perhaps thinking no one would find him. His Marlon Bird tweet was still there. His original Jim Bowden ESPN XM account was nuked, but is now back with 25 followers at press time. Someone in the cyber squad in the account is using Bowden's old avatar and is feeling, following fake Joel Sherman and no one else. And just now, since I've been typing, at Jim Bowden DIV has disappeared. We don't know where Jim Bowden went. Uh, Bowden went. He, he probably not going to receive DMs. We sent him update. He's back. <laughs> For now, here's a screen grab of his page because he's a slippery Bowden. There's an updated thread in the comments below. We are convinced that Jim Bowden freaked out and physically flung his computer out the window. I don't care what David Price goes. This is the best part of trade deadline anyway. Damn. Nigga was lying like shit. Got caught lying. He panicked like a motherfucker. <laughs> Dog, you never what, what Steve? What did my man Stevie J say? Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> hey man, it was out here getting caught stealing. Y'all know Twitter can be like um, the IP address hasn't changed in the last two months. Yeah, from any of these tweets, just don't. Yeah, uh, what is he doing? They all came from the same uh, cell phone device. <laughs> all right, man. Um, before we get out, uh, somebody sent us a new. My man Chuck Spears sent us another update of that. Watching the Redskins beat, he sent us. Yes, it's Chuck Spears. This song is dedicated to all you ignorant ass, uneducated motherfuckers playing John Wayne. Thinking it's cool to call people out their name. Just to play a damn football game, you need to change the name, middle face, white devil. Crash it up. Hey man, you wanna go hurt some white people after this? <laughs> uh, kind of, you don't kind of want to hurt some white people. I do want to go do something after this. Okay. What? I'm not gonna say to who. <laughs> I 
ain't even full-blooded certified with sovereignty but empathize with the mass genocide and poverty now america wants justice in its foreign policy behaved horribly when we expanded colonies and the nation's capital football franchise they keep a nasty racial slur aggrandize might as well be the one i don't know if it's just because we listen to so much terrible rap today <laughs> this good, this, yeah, but it actually sounds better than the other shit. I'll keep like I kind of wanted uh, like Jalen Rose to hop on this. Washington D.C. savages or victims of ethnic cleansing practices wouldn't call a team wild spits kites and jigaboos. How about calling suits Cherokee and Seminoles? Pick any tribal nation or a positive trait. Look at the names of teams in all of the names of the states. The Chiefs not so bad. Atlanta Braves pretty solid, but the name Redskins needs to be abolished. Don't wanna be called cracker, hump your devil. Dan Snyder should think about being more respectful. And see, I was born in DC. The Redskins was my father's team and my grandfather's team, but Yeah, that's that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, he fixed that shit. Like, the first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, it's all right, but this joint was actually real good, man. Um, all right, we got to hit our last story, of course. Uh, it's not our best-kept secret, but... Uh, well, I'll put two links. I know you But I don't want to hear that shit, man. Two links. Yeah, by AJ Green. Um, all right, let me see these links that Justin put in the chat, guys. Sorry. Um, One of them has video. Uh... Uh, AJ Green punched at Cincinnati Bengals practice. Yo, um, there was a lot of stories like this this week. I don't care. I do. Why? Why do people care about this shit? These niggas punch each other in every training camp, every single year, and we cover it like it matter, and it never changes anything. They go into the regular season. Nobody changes teams. Nobody gets kicked off the team. It's all the same shit over and over. Um, Michael Westbrook. Got sent away after he whooped uh, Stephen Davis' ass with uh, Washington. Yeah, the one one time. I'm just saying. That happened in 1996. I'm just saying, A.J. Green is the franchise. Why are you fighting the franchise? You think anybody punching uh, Peyton Manning in the face? I don't like these videos. This shit don't matter. I'm, I'm vetoing these type of videos from the show. Man, listen, you don't punch the money in the face. I, I feel you. I don't mind talking about it like that, but they, they're pointless. It's such a pointless topic, man. The motherfuckers never, like, you know what it is, dog? I would be okay with it if, like, once in a while they talked about it. Like, if like after practice, they was like, nah, man, fuck Steve Smith. Fuck that <laughs> nigga. Hey, if I see him tomorrow, I'm going to punch him again. But instead of just be like, hey, man, guys, just get a little physical. You know, tempers flare. It's hot out here. We're just trying to be competitive. You like a good competitive camp. And, uh, you know, everyone shakes hands at the end of the day. And so I'm like, so then why are we acting like it's a big deal that you got punched? Because it's, if it's not, I, it's like if it's not a big deal to you, who the fuck am I? It's different when you say Steve Smith punches somebody versus getting punched like if they'd be like Dog. steve smith got punched you yeah, be like what remember when riley cooper said the n-word got in a fight of practice and it still got dropped if it ain't if, if that's not a thing it's never gonna be a thing that nigga said nigger man <laughs> and they fought him and then was like well it's back to normal 
Like somebody in the locker room should be like, nah, fuck him. He <laughs> raises and I fought him on purpose. He play for Washington now. I will fight him every day. <laughs> he, he play for Washington. Ah, uh, he probably like it. <laughs> Sean Jackson probably like, yeah, man. I say niggas all the time to these niggas. Um, Fridays AM hot clips. Oh, you got play music. Kobe Bryant. Let's talk about him. Hey Mamba. I want that dude to remix the uh intro song. To uh, uh, remix that? Yeah, the balls deep. Mm-hmm. Uh I wanted to hear remix Hey Mamba. Yeah. Hey Mamba. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna talk so loud for you. I'm so proud of you. Tell you what I'm about to do. Uh, Kobe Bryant visits Shanghai for the Nike Rise campaign and decided to let some fans compete against him in one-on-one. So Kobe, ever the diplomat, took it easy on this one fan and let him win. Just kidding. Instead, he showed off an array of spin moves and embarrassed the guy. I love Kobe. <laughs> why, why let these niggas win? Because if you lose, they're going to shit on you, bro. That's what they do. Man. You know what I mean? Like, they waiting for you to lose to some whack nigga. So they can be like, shit, Kobe even be in the NBA. Is this, is he really healthy? An Asian kid who's only played ball for five years beat him uh, in one-on-one. They won't say it's cute at all. He's so international, man. Mm-hmm. He's so, like, and he just let random people come play. Hold up. He's hold up. Oh, oh, Damn, Kobe. Kobe just put a through the legs. Crossed this nigga's fun on him. Windmill. Hit him with the fadeaway. I don't know what he did, but it was. Oh. I, you just want to say, ooh, kill him. Dude was playing hard, too, man. That's what he fucked up. See, the secret is you got to act like you don't care. <laughs> you like, oh, whatever, man. Nigga hit three, so? I just want to go out there just to shake his hand. Yeah, I'm like, give a fuck. Selfie time. Uh, all right, man. This has been it for Balls Deep. Long show, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself, bro. Uh, that NBA thing made the show about an hour extra longer than it needed to be. But I don't give a fuck. That's my favorite <laughs> thing that's happened today, bro. Other than winning all them games this morning. Uh, that motherfucking, uh, best basketball's best kept secret. <laughs> that's the shit. And I can't wait for the new joint because I'm reviewing that on the show too. I cry for Mike. Dennis Scott, we miss you, man. Yeah. Put man. out another album. Put out another, uh, album. I, we should actually take them out on, uh, what was it? Party All Night? Something like that. <laughs> Party All Night. That's a simple ass song Dennis Scott made, man. Oh my God. This the, the hook is nice. Yeah, we're going to take y'all out on Dennis Scott's 1994 
Fresh off the corner here to let you know it's going on soon, so don't be late for the show. Nice intro to start with. For all the brothers act steady And then there's R to get ready See it's for all the times you try to get fly 3D in effect and you don't know why You don't understand about the way y'all come to jam And about how hard one can slam Ain't no mic that you'll bite the bullet Source money rap